This would be incredible if this if this works. Got distortion on there? Do I have? Oh, do you hear distortion? Are you already gonna do that? Maybe. <laughs> no, it's a poop again. <laughs> you pooped in your pants? No, no, no. I didn't poop. It's just I'm not gonna push because it is a poop. Life is a poop. Um, did okay. you poop today at work? <coughs> yeah, yeah. I did poop poop today at work. Uh, did you work today, Kim Duke? I did not. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Um, Being a mom is work. Oh, how? Would you say you're the the CEO of this house? I'm going to put in my two weeks notice. <laughs> um, okay. All right. Kids are expensive. That's all I got to say. Yeah, I agree. Children, yeah, I mean, what do pixie sticks cost nowadays? <laughs> Those were actually, well, it wasn't free. I had to pay admission into that thing. It was expensive. Okay. So you get kids better you fucking get all the enjoy candy this. You can fit in your pockets. Well, you can have like four or five pieces. I'm like, mm, okay. <coughs> okay. It was, it's the, you can't put a price tag on the experience. Oh, yeah. Children, blessing. <laughs> can't put a price tag on their happiness. Eric Wright, Eric Wright has a hog, has a hog, it is long, singing about his cock. Eric Wright, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Can I have that guy? Yes. I need a fidget. I'm <laughs> uh, very excited. You got a fidget for me? <laughs> <laughs> um, easily, uh, well, I guess besides family, you're the person that's known me the longest out of out of anybody that's for sure been on the show and probably that's ever been to this house. I feel that bad could be true. You. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how far does it go back? I'm trying to think. Uh, the first time, the first memory that I have of you is we were at a middle school dance and there was a bottle cap that slid across the floor and one of us kicked it. And then for like the next 20 minutes, we were just kicking it around uh, yeah. all over the dance floor instead of dancing. It was pretty awesome. It was a new dance. And then we became <laughs> best friends. Yep. Let me tell you about my best friend. <coughs> and I now probably got some bottle caps in my car if you want to kick them around <laughs> a little bit. The candy. No. Like an actual bottle cap. I know. I was being... Wait, <laughs> what? I have candy on my mind. You got candy on the brain? Kim Duke, why do you have candy on the no, brain? No, let's talk about Eric. No, we can talk about that later. Well, no. I mean, Eric... This is what we do. We talk about uh, what's been going on in the week and, and things that have been going on. Yeah, bottle caps, the candy, man. I'd like to know what happened to Nico's. Nico's. Those are like the weird um, giant wafers? smarties. Nico wafers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those things are the bomb, but the brown ones were the best. Wow. And the white. And the pink. I don't know that I All had a them. favorite. They were I just was good. always like surprised. Because they were so powdery, yeah. too, when they came out. <laughs> yeah, see, I was never a big Nico wafer fan. But <laughs> oh. That's what I was thinking. Like, <laughs> I didn't really like them. Oh, I did. We That's what I was going to say. I was always surprised that candy. somebody had them. Like, who bought these? My Reminds me of a Rolade. Yeah. Like a f like a, like the Jesus way for Rolade. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe I do like Nikos because I eat Rolades a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you 
You're the one that keeps them in business. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Eric, so thinking of that, so that would mean that we've known each other for almost 20 years now. Holy fuck. Wow. Yeah. Which is pretty fucking crazy. Because well, we've lived you here. Mo- you moved here when you were 15. No, no, no. Oh, mm. no. I, I moved seventh grade. Yeah. Yep. How old were you in seventh grade? 12, 13 by the time we were finally like. Deformative years. Yeah, yeah, in an apartment and, oh, okay. and all that. So we pubesced together. <laughs> we so pubesced almost together. 20. <laughs> so you're Minnesota and you're not. You've yeah. lived here longer than anywhere else. It's true. So stop being a bitch. I have. But it's a weird. I don't have the Minnesota accent. I, for some reason, have noticed that I have like almost a like an Illinois accent. A Chicago. Like kind of a stop. I'll do that. There's an A-H in there instead of a normal stop. Oh. If I'm if I'm articulating, then I'd like you to stop now. But if Landon's doing so, fucking stop. Oh, Wisconsin in there. It's pretty much the same. It's well, it's like a what's the um, Dan Aykroyd's character in Tommy Boy? Huh. Oh, Halinski. So <laughs> America, if you need starters, spark plugs, ball joints, gaskets, camshafts, U joints, or rocker arms, anything that can be screwed or glued to that car or truck of yours, come see O'Ray. Zelinsky's Motors. Yeah, right, right. The the brake pads. Brake pads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Now. We are going to get back to you, but I do, I want to hear about Kim Duke was at the Mall of America today. Uh, yeah. Since we're poor and we don't go out of the state somewhere warm for spring break, I took the kids to the Mall of America and we went to Candytopia, which opened today. I should read what it is because it's actually really, it's really cool. <coughs> I was worried that it wasn't going to be worth the money because it's, it's $28 for an adult, $20 a kid. Oof. Yeah. How much how much uh, swack do you get, though? I got a lot of candy. I, I'm not going to eat. I don't eat candy anymore, but the kids were super excited. This is what it says. What if an eccentric chocolatier and a daredevil pop star had a whirlwind romance, got married while skydiving, and had a glamorous, glittering love child who grew up to rule a small nation? Welcome to Candytopia, where colossal candy floss constructions meld with a tantalizing taffy twistedness. I don't know. Whatever. My God. If <laughs> so Michael Jackson were still alive. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this Hollywood candy queen realized by whatever, blah, blah, blah. Anyways. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, Sorry. Yeah, if you ever <laughs> dreamed about nibbling your way through Candyland or scoring a golden ticket, you've come to the right place. Treat yourself to Candytopia and let your sor- taste buds and your imagination What was for. your experience? It was awesome. You're reading Kids a brochure really, right now. They were like, super excited. So I didn't buy tickets before we went there. You can buy them online. But I'm like, oh, yeah, well, let's just see if these kids aren't assholes on the way down. So then we got there and then we ate lunch and then we bought. we went to Candytopia and we bought the tickets. And there's like these big golden gates. And, like, they have to escort you in. You go in in groups because you go into this first room and they explain things. You download an app. And there's certain areas where they scan your phone and you do pictures with the background, the green Mm. background thing. Yeah, yeah. And in the first room, they gave us cotton candy flavored taffy. Mm. And then there's this big unicorn made out of candy. And then this guy kind (coughs) of talks to things. and He gets you pumped up, asks what your favorite candy is. And then you go into this other room full of clocks. And there's this person that kind of reminds you of the Mad Hatter a little bit. And, like, these clocks are all just, like, and then he was, uh, I don't know if it was a boy or girl. 
Is it like, was it like, um, <clears throat> have you watched BoJack Horseman? I just started recently. Uh, have you seen the guy who says, I'm a Ryan Seacrest type? He's, nope. That's what his name is, uh, Ryan, C- uh, Ryan Seacrest type. Oh. Which is very funny. <laughs> that's what that made me think of. Anyway, so then... <laughs> The there's a, all these clocks even in the ceiling and the, he was the guy or the person I was talking to Landon was like we need to find the clock that's going forward so Landon helped on the wall and the person pushed the lever and this big clock comes down and it's full of Lindor chocolates that you get to pick up yeah it was pretty mm-hmm. sweet yeah and then you go into then you start going in this room where there's swings and there's these flowers you step on and the flowers sp- like push out a smell and it's candy smell so you guess what oh candies my. it is mm. yeah is that part of the, uh, the butthole confetti? No, that's the next part. <laughs> uh, was that the next part? No, but it's coming up. <laughs> All right. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I then there's like one. there's like suckers in there you can pick up. In um, the next room, you walk through all these mirrors, and then there's like a like a uh, like an under the sea. So there's like turtles and stuff made out of candy. Like everything, and then like, it tells you how long, how much candy, how heavy it was, and how long it took the person to make it. Whoa. Each of the sculptures, it was pretty cool. And then we did go into this one room that had all these pictures. It had like Willy Wonka and all these sculptures. And then we went into the confetti room. And they warned us before we went in, like, you're going to get covered. And this guy even was like, these are my work clothes from yesterday. He pulled out this huge thing of confetti and chucked it in Landon's <laughs> face when we were standing outside waiting to get in. So you walk in and they just chuck confetti at you. And then you shove confetti in these pigs' butts and it blows it out at you. And... It's just fun. And then they like, lay down. We'll take a picture of you. And they dump confetti in your face. So our mouths are open. So we get confetti <laughs> in our mouths. And is like, I swallowed some confetti. <laughs> they throw confetti in your face. And then they're like, say bang bros. Say bang bros. Bang right? bros. <laughs> yeah. So then, but then they have like, these air blowers. So you go in this little room and you can air blow. I'll try and get the confetti off yourself. So that was fun. I love it. And then. That's so th- cool. There's just other cool rooms and then the last room's a marshmallow pit and that was p- we spent most time in there i could have fallen asleep i like laid back and let the kids play and i'm like holy shit i could fall asleep right now speaking of our kelly but then they do <laughs> they do this like really loud boom with the marshmallow pit i wonder if i have the video of it but it's really loud and like it actually hurt my ears a couple times but it was super fun the kids loved it loved it and you do get a lot of candy for Free. I mean, well, <laughs> free. You pay for it to get in. Right, right, But right. it was opening day, so I thought it was going to be super busy, but there was, like, not a lot of people there. And it's only there till I think, the end of June. They have one in Atlanta right now. They had it in San Francisco, so it's, like, a short-term thing, so I figured I better hop on it. That's I didn't wild. think it was going to be worth the money. I was like, I can't believe I'm going to pay this much money. It's going to suck. But be it's off. worth it. Well, well, you saw the smiling faces. And know. the craziness. Layla snorting pixie sticks. <laughs> and you brought both of your kids home. <laughs> from a candy pedo trap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of older guys working there. That's interesting. It'd be uh, interesting to see if R. Kelly actually financed Candytopia. No shit. Uh, As he's going to go into prison, he's going to be like, y'all motherfuckers are welcome for Candyland. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um, Man. Have you have you seen any of have you seen that documentary about R. Kelly? No. You said I you didn't want to watch it. I, I watched a little bit of the interview where he's just like screaming at Gail King, is that her mm-hmm. name? And I'm like, well, you guys are and then I just turned it off. I'm he like, ju- yeah, he just did an interview and they interviewed 
was his exes or one of his girlfriends or something. See, and I still haven't watched the whole thing yet either. You but didn't want to watch. He the interrupts. No, I'm talking about just oh, the interview. Yeah, I heard he has to be in the room with them. Yeah, he interrupted interviewed. the interview and was like trying to speak for the ladies too. While he's Whoa. he somehow thinks that that will help his case. His case. Oh uh, yeah, I, it's his two live-in girlfriends. <sighs> huh. R and B man. <laughs> Have you heard that song? Did you see the Ethiopia thing? He did a show in Ethiopia. R. Kelly? Yeah. Nice. And, <laughs> and the track, it's so incredible. Here, Kim, tell me tell me how it was getting out of the parking lot while I find this clip. Parking lot of the mall. There was like nobody there. I even pulled through a space right Dad. up next to that never happens. And we went well, I can say what we did after <laughs> we went and went on rides. And Layla got really scared one time, and I was laughing at how scared she was. And I'm like, oh, I'm that parent now. But it was fun. <clears throat> okay. Very excited. I got it. Do you have your passport? Did you get your shots? Girl, would you like to come back with Rob to America? <laughs> America. <laughs> Do you have your passport? Oh my God. <laughs> Girl, would you like to come back with Rob to America? America. Oh boy. America. What the fuck? He even got his background singers to sing along? So, did they bust him in customs with a suitcase full of Ethiopian children? <laughs> Does he just carry vaccinations on He himself? sings for like two minutes about. So, what you can't hear is at the beginning of the clip, it's kind of quiet. He goes, I got this. As to say, like, I know we haven't gotten any Ethiopians to agree to get their shots and find their passports. <laughs> this song's going to do it. The funny, I thought that at first he was saying, Do you have you, your passport? Did you pack your socks? <laughs> <laughs> Would you I like, like that version better. <laughs> I was like, What the fuck? <laughs> That's terrifying. <laughs> Did you get your shots? Is he and he's out on bail right now? No, he actually just today got put back into into prison oh. for because he hasn't been able to pay his child support. Uh, because surprise, surprise. <laughs> Some lady bailed many, him out. How many kids has he got that are his children? That's a good question. How many kids does R. Kelly have? Da, da, not da, his, da, da, not da. a secret stash. Like that are oh I oh it took me a second I'm like yeah sometimes people claim that celebrities are oh I I'm tired three hold on I think I typed it yeah there's some periods in there I know I do that every time I type on my phone fat fingers fat fingers (laughs) actually when I went to the liquor store today uh, the lady that was uh, uh, checking me out uh, she's checking you out I knew you were gonna say that (laughs) okay what um. She looked at my hand and she goes, "Is that an R or?" Oh! And I and I go, "No, that's a K." And she goes, "Oh, is is that?" And I go, "Yeah, it's my wife's initial." And she goes, "I was gonna say in a replacement of a wedding ring." And I go, "Yeah, um, I I got too chubby for my wedding ring, and so." <laughs> <laughs> and she laughed as I was even as I was leaving was still laughing, and I was like, "Okay." I'm it kind of looks like a guy. Kind of in a crab walk with a long, strange oh. erection, <laughs> a very large tip. Oh wow! Now I see it, like a like a lobster with one of those barbed penises. 
Well, now that's all you're gonna see. It is all I'm gonna see because of the dot. You can see, right? Is that where the eyeball is? Dude, you're gonna be left in it from now on. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that is super weird to think now. I can't see it. That's fine. I still whatever. I don't have. I don't want to ruin it for you. Uh, have you gone to a, a tattoo parlor yet and, and gotten a... No, a you went to that convention. I went to the tattoo convention in Chicago last right. April. Oh, yeah, that's I didn't right. get any tattoos, though. You were thinking about one. Yeah, I was thinking about it, but... Are they pretty spendy It was last minute, it was expensive, and yeah. a lot of them were booked up. I could have gone to, like, the Cholo tent and got something. What's up, fool? Like a... A rosary tattoo or something, but bro. You, be a you know what you need? You need a big cross for our Lord and Savior on your back. I I actually went up <laughs> talked to one of the guys. He's like, "Hey, what do you? You got any tattoos?" I was like, "No, actually, I don't, man." He's like, "Oh, man, don't tell anybody that here." Shit, <laughs> <laughs> I I'm, I want one. I'm exploring. You're thinking about it. Yeah. You're just. I not, mean, you're technically, not you have tattoos. And then uh, in July, I went to Colorado. And saw Maddie, and her boyfriend is a <coughs> very talented tattoo artist. Oh, he is. Oh. They actually just opened up his own shop out oh, in Colorado. Really? Yeah. Uh, Maddie is former roommate. Former roommate. Um, uh, former house mom of the Goodell Wright Mansion. House mom. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> um, that it, you know, I was just trying to figure that out today, too. How long have you lived in that house now? Is that Sartell or Sauk Rapids, technically? It's on the corner of St. Cloud, Sartell, and Sauk Rapids. Okay. Like the, like the so what's your, is your address Sartell? It's St. Cloud. It's St. Cloud, okay. But I can't get a pizza delivered to me because they think it's Sartell. <laughs> what? <laughs> nope. So what pizza place delivers to you? The none of them? Domino's. Oh, well. Trash. You know what? I do like their spicy habanero pineapple sandwiches, though. I don't know if you've tried those. Had one. Oh, they're fucking delicious. Yeah. It's pineapple, habanero sauce, and jalapenos uh, on a hoagie. And with it's chicken? fucking perfect. Yeah, with mm. chicken. As long as I got my Rolades, baby. <laughs> 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 I, know, I lived there like, well, I don't know, nine years. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Barbara. Yeah. What? And unpause. There was uh, nine years is a long time. Nine years is a long time. Are you guys still uh, renting it, or does anyone own it? Just Jesse's house. Oh, okay. I rent from him. Oh, okay. So that's nice. So if, when we're talking about you know issues with the roof, if anything happens with ice dams, you yeah, gotta fix it. You know, I'll help where I can. But yeah, yeah. Or like keep those fucking high heels out of the kitchen. Look how cute he is, though. Well, what? That's dead space. It's more editing. With him I don't want to do it. He just won't stop. Um, He's fine. He's like a canine Arsenio Hall. No. What's the fuck that? Uh, Arsenio Hall doesn't tap dance. No. <laughs> Savion. Savion? What? I have... I don't have my ear on the, the tap dancing world. I... Uh, I like that you what? were snapping though, as to emulate the yeah <laughs> the tap dancing. Yeah, I was I watched a little tap dancing when I was younger. <laughs> um, you know what I'm extra excited about? What? So there's really only been like one person who had good stories of me because now because now I that have, we're I have so old, about you. there's all kinds of shit that I forget. And when my friend uh, Teddy or our, our friend. 
the McAlpines came on. Teddy had this amazing story. Do you remember the the skate park in Big Lake before Ride came in and redid it? Oh yeah, all the white. Rams. Yeah, that the it would warp and Horrible. it was slick, just garbage, garbage, garbage. So I got dropped off there one time, and my my fruit boot and homies uh, were already there, and apparently I had shown up, uh, and I had I'd been smoking weed all day, nice. and I was feeling a bit under the weather. And so I said aloud to the whole park, hey, does anybody have an inhaler? <laughs> I smoke a lot of pot. <laughs> and that was our friend Teddy's, one of his first memories of me is <laughs> me asking for an inhaler because I smoke too much weed. <laughs> well, I mean, you saved yourself there with the pot at the end. I know. It could have looked foolish. It, right. I n- no, I never got my own inhaler. I always had to borrow my brother's inhalers. They never, they didn't. Mine was never as severe as everybody else's, so mine would always be sporadic. And usually, one of my brothers was around, but there's times when I was getting super weren't. high, and and they were not there. Couldn't save me, Kim Duke. What are you doing? All right. But we can't hear you. There's a conversation happening. That All right. Eric, what's one of your first memories? It was the dance thing with Flower Rocket. Well, I mean, that's, there's that. But what, what springs to mind? So let me rack my brain a little bit here. <laughs> I just can't remember. Well, earlier I showed you uh, a sketch that we're we're working on. I still have a lot of editing to do, but um, actually by the time this gets released, it might be out. So go to Hoof Hearted, H-O-F-F, Hearted, which is obviously a play on words for who farted. Who <laughs> farted. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. Yeah. Anyways, go to their YouTube page, Hoof, hoof Hearted, uh, on on YouTube, and there will be a, a sketch of of Ryan Mettendorf and April Bondas, and it's gonna be dope. But that made me think of Hopefully how we, like our generation, was so wildly influenced by CKY and Jackass. Oh, yeah. We would try to film. I had a VHS camera. I think you did. Tony probably did too. Oh yeah. We and we would try to film shit all the time. What stupid shit did you guys do? Oh, my God. Uh, so yeah. much stupid shit. We had a shit. great shot of me breaking my collarbone getting pulled behind that scooter. That's when you broke your collarbone? <laughs> yeah, I got pulled behind a scooter and whipped around a corner into a curb. I was supposed to hit some bushes, but I flew over them Oh, and snapped my collarbone. And uh, you guys called me a pussy. <laughs> and probably a faggot. And I probably. walked home like a mile and a half. Oh, my God. And like tried to nurse it back to health. And <laughs> nothing happened. And then went and got some x-rays. After football practice one day, Mike Hopkins pulled me behind his car on my skates. And you remember when they, they made the new parking lot for the, the middle school and there was the sidewalk had a little bit of a uh, like a hip to it almost. Mm-hmm. And so Mike pulled me going like 25 miles an hour and I jumped off of it and I landed backwards did fine, but then got the speed wobbles and then rolled like crazy three or four parking spaces. But yeah, everything that would happen, it was always like, you're you're the pussy. 
for fucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you got hurt. <laughs> <laughs> fucking puss. Uh, or like that actually reminds me. Okay, so one of the f- well, first one of those that I remember is we were at your house and you had that couch that you had converted into a kicker. Oh yeah, which was amazing. That thing was so much fun. But the it was super cold. I think it must have been like November or something. And we decided to to film stuff. And uh, the first idea was I was gonna walk up the ramp, and then you were gonna run full speed and hit me like like full like not tackle me but like just full force run into my body, collide with me, mm-hmm. and then we were both gonna fly off the top of the couch. But you're running and uh. uh part of the ramp gave way (laughs) and so i I just walk over and you (laughs) full speed whole boom flop over the couch (laughs) and then uh and then tony was like oh well we got to do something because you got hurt but i didn't get hurt so i was like well i guess you could just kick me as hard as you can (laughs) in the stomach What is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, that's, it's not even creative. I just got on all fours, and Tony kicked me as hard as he could in the stomach. Oh, I bet that fucking guy loved it. Well, and the funny thing is, uh, when it happened, um, you know, he brings the camera down to my face. Or I th- you must have been filming. or I, Maybe Quentin or Gabe or whoever else would have been there. But camera comes down to my face, and somebody says, what does it feel like? And I go, oh, it's indescribable. It's like a sledgehammer. And Tony goes, you just said it was indescribable. (laughs) (laughs) He was mad that I figured out a way to describe it. Yeah, dude, we're pretty cool, man. Who has all those tapes? I don't know. They're somewhere. My parents have a box full of some funny. Oh, they got to be in there. Some funny hiates. Um, The first, do you remember Grant? um, Grant Gerard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. Um, Luke Graham. (laughs) Luke Graham used to come over to snowboard at my house and he would bring Grant for some reason and we would just make fun of Grant for like two days. Yeah, well, he had a worn chair. <laughs> we were so mean to that guy. My first pair of rollerblades I owned were because I stole them from <laughs> Speaking of kicking in the stomach, Grant Gerard at a football game, we went to the, the, the practice field because Matt Johnson wanted to fight Grant Gerard. Whoa! And... <laughs> Johnson got walloped. <laughs> and he was on the ground on his hands and knees, and me and Tony were watching. I'm, I'm pretty sure we were drinking, you know. We went over to Mastoni's Pizza and downed, like, a bottle of vodka before we went to the game. <laughs> and Matt Johnson's on the ground, like, already kind of coughing. And Tony's like, get up! Runs up and kicks him in the stomach. <laughs> just like he kicked you. <laughs> is, is this, it's a solid move. It's a, I mean, I, really, nothing... You know, motivates or brings you down quite like a kick in the stomach. I've yeah. never been kicked in the stomach. That's so funny because that actually reminds me that Grant and his brother got into boxing, and so that was a terrible idea on Johnsy's part to. Yeah, I he I can't believe the amount of shenanigans that would go down from at what football I know games of that too. Guy, he's games not much too. of a thinker to begin with. That's true. A lot of people got fingered under those bleachers at <laughs> Becker football games. <coughs> Gross. <laughs> My very first blowjob. I had an asthma attack again. Underneath was your brother there? No. To save your life? Nobody was there for me. I had my first blowjob behind a rickety pile of pallets by the bus garage. <laughs> nice. 
And it was so amazing. I must have been hyperventilating <laughs> while it was going on. And then I, I, I was starting to have an asthma attack, so I had to call Grant, my mom, to, uh, to bring an inhaler. Did you finish? That's sweet. And I just said we were running around, you know, because we were... That's kind of like an autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> like, natural. That's how funny. How old were, or like... Not how old were... Yeah. 15 or 16. And you finished? No. Oh, dude, ropes. <laughs> ropes. <laughs> Had to during, have been. During your asthma attack, you could focus on... No, no, no. It invoked an asthma attack. Oh, oh, the finishing. Yes, yes, oh, yes, yes. Oh, okay. I was just picturing you being like... <gasps> I'm breathing heavy. I'm like, I can't believe someone is willing to do this. This is insane. <laughs> Did all- she uh, uh, pinch her nose before she went in for the blowjob? No. <laughs> That's right. I... I still tell that joke. Okay. I forget if I've told this on the podcast or not. Oh, my gosh. Is it your one joke? It's one of. (laughs) (laughs) The fuck was that supposed to be? Maybe I'll transfer my soup over while you tell this joke. Okay. Uh, So uh, when I would go to physical therapy, your house was close to where my physical therapy was. Mm -hmm. And I. What's by the Hennon's furniture and all that shit over there? For my back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where have you been for the last three years? Well, Anyways, you were also thinking around. I'm confused. <laughs> you, were, you were talking about like high school, and then oh, oh yeah, so no, no, like, no, sorry. Fast forward. So when I was going to physical therapy, separate blowjob, <laughs> fix my back. I I had come up with this, like I had all these ideas, and you and I were always we always have such a good, like riffing back and forth. And I actually, re- I did remember that this was one thing that I wanted to make sure that I said on the podcast was that you and I have said some of the most fucked up things I've ever heard in my life, just anywhere, at an Applebee's, anywhere, saying whatever s- insane thing we could think of, and laughing maniacally like psychopaths. Well, well <laughs> <laughs> isn't that what life's all about? <laughs> I still do that. <laughs> I know. I, it's it's so funny. So, okay. So, there's a joke that I tell. Here, I'm going to pause it for a second. And then we'll, we'll come right back to it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, that that uh, addition to it was when I finally brought it to the stage. And I was like, that's that's the funny part. Yeah? Did it work? Is going, not you know, not only saying the weird thing, but the follow through has to be involved as well. So, yeah, it, la- it lands every time. Because I what I'll say is, you got to give it the old, uh, you know, elementary swim lesson, uh, mm-hmm. pinch of the nose, and, and then you go in. Deborah, water every time? <laughs> the last four episodes, <laughs> you run the fucking sink. I'm sorry that you have a wife that's God damn it. Just do it later! I know, but if you left pool, she's probably as compatible All as right. Scott. I'll, I'll turn it back on, even though Kim's running the water. I'm Josh. <laughs> Uh, I saw he's uh, Matt and I somehow are the only ones that have the hairline that is st- it's not you have as, as, hair. as much as you know as much hair as it used to be but we somehow even if we start to lose our hair now we've lasted way longer than our other brothers Josh is only 22 and he's losing it he, he rips basically rips the hair. oh <laughs> 
Well, that's probably all those double footlock wedgies, man. <laughs> oh, wow. That could be trauma. <laughs> Kim, were you ever around for double footlock wedgies? Oh, my God. I forget how that came about, but so Josh loved anything that would make people laugh. And so he he would say, like, oh, don't, don't, don't give me a double footlock wedgie. Like a Disney Channel setup. And uh, we would give him double footlock wedgies. What you do is, ladies and gentlemen, you get um, uh, the victim on their belly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then In you, the you fold most the vulnerable legs. position. And so it usually helps if there's two of you. If you're strong enough to do it on your own, kudos. One person folds the legs, the other grabs the underwear and pulls it towards the toes. That way, you hook around the toes. When they try to get out of it, they're giving themselves a wedgie. Yeah. Oh. It's pretty amazing. Double foot lock wedgie. God damn it, that's fine. Adapted from a pretty popular, uh, I think, a torture technique, actually. <laughs> I think that's how they killed Jean Bidet Ramsey. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. I did not know that. Netflix got it all, baby. <laughs> oh, man. God damn it. That's so funny. Man, there's so there's so many. Josh Benet Ramsey. Josh Benet Ramsey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what Eric just said. John Benet Ramsey. Whatever happened to that dude? What are you doing over there? I Okay, wait, wait, wait. There's so many, like, impressive things, like childhood memory things. Like, uh, we basically had a snow skate park at your house. And your house. Uh, ours was basically only in one area, though. Like, your backyard, we actually were able to make it trail off into different runs. Mm-hmm. That was so freaking cool, man. I remember that. Getting some acid drops off the roof. Oh, yeah. God damn, it's so cool. And and we were lucky enough to have a, a friend whose dad was a welder. So we had actual boxes, actual rails to be able to learn how to do the, the scatting. Um, we had the strength to rip apart a futon. The, yes. A hundred percent, dude. Which is like four rails in one. I Okay. If you're not a skater, this is going to sound like mumbo jumbo, but I, I learned how to do switchback lips on... Uh, my snowboard on a futon rail, <laughs> the back of a futon. Anytime that somebody would get a futon, it was just like, okay, how soon until somebody fucks up that futon and we get to skate on it? That was like we tore apart my parents' uh, ping pong table, <laughs> turned it into a. We would use we used to skate to. Have you ever heard <laughs> Outcasts bombs over Baghdad? Kim Duke. Mm-hmm. We played that on repeat for like an hour and just skated. <laughs> thinking that it was somehow upping our game. Oh yeah, oh, it was amazing. But we had a bank. We had a, a a like so a bank in skating terms is basically like a jump, but it's like three or four times the size, so you can't actually air off of it. You go up, do a trick, and then come back down. And that's part of the trick is that you either have to spin so you can land naturally, or you're riding switch down this thing to be able to. To land your trick, so it was a very cool in the basement, in the goddamn basement. Mm. Mom and m- my mom and daddies. That was before they started throwing a bunch of stuff in there. Mm. I and mean, yeah, we had enough room to skate. It's so fucking crazy. Yeah, that was great. And then, oh man, tell me more. 
I have so much more. You know, more. Eric hasn't told a story because you won't shut the fuck up. Here's the turning point. When you started buying on videos, on summer, on fall, that whole skate series, uh, it was basically like a seasonal, it was like a, a video magazine. <coughs> they would do interviews, documentary style stuff. And on summer was like the de defining point in everybody's abilities. And mm. there was one line in there that changed the way that Jesse s skated. <laughs> Do you remember what it was? <laughs> Hesitation. Stunts are on every video every other month. The stunts are coming out left and right. And the more stunts kids see, the more normal they think it is. And the more they just do it without hesitation. And the less hesitation, the more stuff's going to get done. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> These kids have no hesitation. And Jesse would say it all the time. Any skate park we go to... That guy's got no hesitation. <laughs> I didn't know that Jesse skated too. Oh yeah. yeah, he was pretty good. He was the first one to be able to do the double kick flip. Mm -hmm. I remember. Um, yeah, yeah, and but from then on, each of you. So there was basically four or five of us. Um, you, Eric Wright, Tony Lickie, Jesse, uh, Jesse Goodell, I was at Gunderson. And then um, John C. to an extent. Oh, and Qu uh, Quentin. Quentin. Quentin yeah. would skate from, from time Quentin to time. Quentin had hesitation. A lot of hesitation. Mike Hopkins did a little skating, too. He's yeah, but boy. his was a lot of bombing and, like, He's really, really fast. Too. Yeah. A lot of fast skating. But what about, did Matt join you guys, too? Oh, yeah, Matt was good. Yeah. Well, yeah, once those guys joined in, they were, like, yeah, they were miles, miles ahead as far as like how quickly they caught on to stuff, mm -hmm. it was stupid. But you guys each had your own thing. Like I remember, uh, you were the first one to really be able to do a, a solid amount of tricks, switch and natural. So like, and we came up with that uh, in the bag, which yeah. was you had to <laughs> land, land it five times in a row before you actually knew how to do the trick. Yeah, it's in your bag of tricks. Exactly. So nerdy, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty nerdy. <laughs> but then Tony learned how to do blunts and nose blunts, which were their hip wreckers. You when you try to do those things, slipping out is so e so like if you're skateboarding, it's like doing a tail slide, but your wheels are on top of the obstacle and sliding along with it. So you can slip out and your board goes flying super easy. Yeah, I never liked those. I had sensitive hips. <laughs> And then, and then Jesse's thing, yeah, was the the kick flips and and double flips and things of that nature. I remember the first time you did uh, you did a kick flip to back fifty fifty at the skate park on the down ledge, mm -hmm. and then the same day did a switch kick flip to front side fifty fifty. And I was like, okay, Eric's the the leader of the pack. Wow. <laughs> and then around that same time so we 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 commissioned the skate park we got to pick what was going to be there they more really? or less yeah did. we got some petitions going and nice we had a meeting skate park committee yeah we met pizza pop yep it was pretty great yeah so kids who skate and becker oh. bike whatever you do you're fucking welcome yeah. okay it was because you guys? We paved the way for that shit. That's still my skate park over there. Fuck yeah. 
Because was it originally was at the community center? Mm-hmm. Like that was the OG spot. And we worked there. Yeah, that was my first job. Second job. So, second job for me. Uh, no, third job for me. What? Okay, dude. I just <laughs> I worked at the Super Eight Motel <laughs> for Kurt and Bakta. Which was pretty rad. That place smelt like uh, yeah. curry. It smelled of Bad. many things. Because they, they would still let there? people live there. I don't know if they if they work there any, or if they, if they own it anymore. I know it changed names and company. Like I don't know if it was a franchise thing or what. But what's um, it called now? The Becker Inn or I think it still has an eight in the name. Oh. Oddly enough, the Becker Eight. Now, does oh god, I can't remember her name. She worked at Perkins. Lester the molester was her boyfriend. Wow, that's right. Yeah, she had that weird kid. Oh wow. I, yeah, I forget her name. Anne? Anne. Yeah, yeah, Anne. Anne. Oh, my God. What yeah, a she character. She dude. <laughs> yeah, she was always really happy and just kind of almost seemed like her jaws weren't, like, screwed into her, you know. Oh, yeah, it's amphetamines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she you know, we'd go out to Perkins at, you know, we'd sit, sit down at midnight, smoke a pack of cigarettes each, yes! hang out coffee. with Anne, drink 19 cups of coffee with... <laughs> 200 packets of sugar in it. Oh, my God. It was amazing. Chris, every and time... And leave at we, 4 o'clock in the morning. Every time we'd go to Perkins after that, he's like, it's not the same if you can't smoke and <laughs> drink coffee. So you won't go I'll there t- anymore. I'll, tell the ki- I'll, I'll look off on the side where you used to be able to smoke and be like, right over there. That's where... <laughs> yeah. that's where and then he just stares at the Me and Uncle Eric just used to chill. Just and I remember... Yeah. He's never engaged with us. He's just like... So speaking of... Staring off of, to the of, of, of yeah. crackhead Ann... Um, one, so she was so nice to us. At one time, I got like a little too, at per, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It, like emotionally attached, and I was like, "We should buy her a gift." And I remember you going, "For fucking what?" <laughs> 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 and I was like, "Oh yeah, I don't know." That what doesn't the fuck really is wrong with sense. you? Why are you? Too- I I mean, I knew what her living situation was. She's and she's with Lester. Mm-hmm. A known molester. Real name. Real name. Not the molester, part, but Lester. Dude's name was Lester. Uh, exclusively wore white beaters and uh, jean shorts. And uh, was... Uh, do you remember... Do you, I forget when it happened, but he got the shit kicked out of him. Because he got caught almost bediddling a kid. Oh, I believe And somebody what beat him fuck? within like an inch of his life. That's and we good. were all like, uh, yeah, of course. So mm-hmm. was this guy older? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, he, he's the guy that brought me White Castle, and I was like, I've never had it before. What's it like? He's like, Oh, you're gonna love this, and he gives me uh, two cheeseburger sliders, and they're the, still one of the most vile things. I so fucking did you, hate White Castle. Did you uh, plug your nose before <laughs> you ate Lester's <laughs> buns? I did exactly. His cheeseburger, wow. nice. That's good. I like that. That came right back around. You <laughs> love I do, that I shit. I need to make a joke about that, how a, a, a known molester gave me free food. My uh, The lady that used to daycare, or she was our daycare lady, her husband used to fucking suck the sour shit off the warheads for us before we ate them Whoa. back in the day. Oh. Yeah, not real proud of that one, but <laughs> oh I'm pretty sure me and my brother both had a lot of fucking unsour warheads. Wow. wow! What the fuck is wrong with people? God damn, dude! I'm telling you though, he could get that sour shit off quick. <laughs> 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 Who 
Did they have Holy a guy doing shit. that at the Mall of America today? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Probably in the back. Designated uh, sour sucker. <laughs> Gross. Oh. Uh, we got we got some ones that aren't sour. They're a little stuck together over yeah, here. Yeah. But yeah, somebody <laughs> walks up and they're like, "Ooh, I can't handle that sour <laughs> stuff." And and you know, Jacob's like, "Oh, we got non-sour." Jeremy? <laughs> and then Jeremy's... <laughs> Here you go. Spits uh, uh. out a mouthful of watermelon. So when you had a, sour worms. So when you had a sour warhead, you're like, what is wrong with this thing? No, I... I you knew? Yeah, dude, he'd fucking open it up, pop it in. I can't wait for this fucking piece of candy that isn't sour. <laughs> it's too sour for me back in the day. It's like getting somebody to play the hard part of a game for you. So that you can play the rest yeah, of it. Oh, I used to do that all the time. Yeah, it's a I cheat just code. Cheat code. I just watched the credits at the end. <laughs> that was me, man. God. Okay. I'm sorry. Welcome back to the reminiscing podcast. But I have got <laughs> so many things. Um, do you want me to be a part of this? Yes, I do. Because you get to hear so many great stories. Uh, Gabe Felix, one of the most wonderful. If you didn't have a Gabe Felix in your life growing up, I didn't have one. I'm so sorry. I, I feel bad for you, but for it. it was such an amazing... There were so many things that I would not have experienced as a kid were it not for him. One of the funniest things that I can think of is how uh, I would come over just to watch you guys play Final Fantasy because it would take so long. I didn't get how you guys would hit the person and then you would wait for the other person <laughs> to hit you. It drove me fucking nuts. <laughs> so it's Gabe's turn. So it's me. So it's Gabe, Eric, and myself. I'm just there. I don't know how to play the game. I'm just hanging out, and uh, it's Gabe's turn. He's sitting in this uh, that uh, reclining chair that you had um, mm-hmm. in your in your room, and I think I can't remember who was on the bed, but one of us farted, and then the other farted. And we started wafting it at each other. We're using notebooks and things to try and make the others smell the others' fart. That classic fart waft. And Gabe starts going, and all he says is, crosswinds. (laughs) And we just knew immediately what he meant. Both of your farts entered my mouth. So fucking great. The invention of being able to tell your friends that you have a boner without anyone else having any idea that you have a boner, which was... Do you remember? A Westie. A Westie. Yeah, <laughs> Westies. Forgot about that. That's weird because... Exactly. Somebody's mm. boner pointed a weird way. Oh. And they were like, it it's you know, instead of going north, it went west. And then we were like, that's how you say mm. that you had a boner at some point during the day. And we would just... Wow, I am so glad it was never a teenage boy. Oh, you guys so are great. fucking weird. It's, there's so many great things. There's a lot of... Um, Mind if I jack? <laughs> so we'd get these. Uh, we didn't have Cinemax, but <clears throat> for every movie that was played on pay per view, you could watch the first five minutes. That's right. Called it Five Five Binks. <laughs> and usually on these softcore <laughs> films, it opens with, I don't know, you probably got a solid two minutes of maybe a boob, a nipple. Yep. I remember seeing a scene where uh, a lady. Uh, was in the in the bathtub, and she's shaving, and then some guy comes in. And he's like, 
you need any help? And it's just, it's like a three or four minute scene of him shaving her pussy. And as a kid being like, oh my God, I can't believe that guy gets to do that. Hmm. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Gus. Mind if I jack? (laughs) Dude, uh, I remember uh, at one point we obtained a VHS with which I believe it was an NDA. Oh, yes. <laughs> and, uh, w- you know, we're watching it, and somebody was at one point like, you know what, why don't we just take turns? And we let the other person, so we took turns jacking off to this this VHS. Oh, my gosh. And some of the largest areolas I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I believe there was a, a tennis court scene. Yes, that's the same <laughs> one of the... <laughs> God, it's it's not weird that you knew that your friend was in there jerking it, and that's that's, that's how so messed up. Like, no, dude, and I got my home. hands on that tape. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking, I broke the ribbon on that thing. <laughs> it's like waiting, you know, somebody. You go into the bathroom and all the urinals are taken. You're not not gonna piss because somebody just took a piss in that thing. I have to piss. That's the only urinal available. I mean, it was the same thing, the same kind of thought to be like, look. I can't jack off my house. Yeah. I got nothing. This is where I can jack off. This is how I'm able to masturbate in public. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't have any So fantastic. <laughs> oh, you and your friends never finger blasted yourselves to uh, old VHSs? No. Oh, uh, weird. NVA? <laughs> no Vaj allowed? Huh? Oh, that's what NDA stands for, is no dicks allowed. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know what you guys were I think it was like about. seven. I think it was nine. I think you're right. <laughs> oh, so fantastic. Okay. But then we grew up. Right. Right, right, right. Well. One more quick story, though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Got to get I, on to current events. So at, at one point, uh, you had figured out how to get videos. And I could not. And so I would have you email me videos. Like... I don't know if they were downloads or, or how it worked, but... Well, like some- skate videos? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I would just get super inspired until I just had to, to go out and skate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so gross. And, that, uh, and one time I was emailing you, and I must have been like frantically, I must have sent you like a bunch of emails, because I, I must have sent the first one and was like, okay, this is taking too long, and, and kept emailing you. And then you emailed me back and you were like, hey, man, I'm trying to show my mom how to do this thing on the computer. (laughs) Stop. Hey, dude, (laughs) when you want to skate, you want to skate, man. Exactly, man. I waxed so many ledges back (laughs) in the day. (laughs) Okay. We have to to talk about um, how... a A lot of friends or a lot of kids... Of our era, had a friend who was very inspired by Eight Mile, uh, Marshall Mathers, mm-hmm. and the like, and uh, thought that they too could uh, walk the line and and be hardcore. And I remember uh, one of our favorite spots to go was the flagpole, which was just this curb that we would go and skate. 
and it had like consequences because it was had like. Rough. Are you still using metaphors? Is this a real? No, 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 no. This is actual skating. I'm like you were. Yeah, no, no, no. We would go and fuck at the elementary school flagpole. <laughs> I, uh, um, I was trying to stay with. <laughs> so there. So the. <laughs> or is it the primary school? Whatever. It used to be an elementary school, right? Where that flagpole and the triangle curve. We did not curb. fuck in elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The flagpole yeah, yeah, and the I know yeah. What you're yeah. Talking about. So there was this the uh, this slab of cement with, for some reason, like this um, these pebbles that were like on top. Mm-hmm. So it was really rough if you if you slid off the curb whilst trying to grind, and it would fuck up your wheels oh. and and such. But one time we're skating this. Uh, particular obstacle and uh, one of our friends is with us and sees a person of color across the street and feels that he is somehow entitled to say what up my ninja <laughs> but instead of saying ninja yeah, 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 yeah. The other said the other thing ninja. lost the n right and added another j <laughs> Is this the person I think that you're talking about? It is the person that you think that I'm talking about. Uh, were you not there for that? I think I was. I was I gonna say know. I thought you were there for that. Big black dude. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, did he beat him up? No. Oh. He just kind of looked like I don't think he said what I think he said, and we were all like, "Shut the fuck up." We're That's not how that works. No. And we had so many conversations. This person at one point. We're watching a movie. They paused the movie. It was just you, I, and this other person. You guys hung out with this person a lot. A I didn't lot. know that. Oh, yeah. All the time. What? Yep, 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 yep. And uh, they pause the movie and they go, do you guys think I have Down syndrome? <laughs> and and we looked at, Eric and I looked at each other and we go, oh, here we go. <laughs> we get to have the. <laughs> we have to have the talk. We had this amazing talk where we were like a <clears throat> little, a little downsy, the way that you carry yourself. And he went through like two, three weeks of change. He started wearing pink polo shirts, fitted pants. Yeah. You remember this? Oh, there yeah. Was a, a there was a chameleon. Yeah. There was this thing where we were like, wow, he actually took it to heart and then immediately dropped right back <laughs> off. Went straight to drinking uh, 40 ounces of uh, Mountain Dew and uh, backwards caps. Tried and starting his MySpace career. He did try starting his MySpace career. I don't know if you've heard his track, Y'all Ain't Ready. But if I can find it on no, the I've, uh, I have a collection of. <laughs> I have a collection of them somewhere. I sent them to Tony intermittently throughout the year. <laughs> I can't believe you hung out with this person as much. We like, uh, you don't ever talk, especially about him. in the in the Jackass era. We uh, he was the I don't know if you call him the heel, but like just he took he the brunt a, he of was the Patsy. Yes, the Patsy. That is the perfect word for it. Kind of sounds like bullying now. It does, but at the same time, when he would come up with his own ideas, like one of my favorite things. So this guy wore the largest pants. We got to support the little buddy too. Yeah, yeah. He wore the largest pants. Like and those uh, big, 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 like big baggy Jankos. pants. They weren't uh, Jankos because he like didn't want to. He Jankos. was like, I'm not, I ain't no juggalo. He was oh. hood for real. But one time he was like, it'd be fun. Hey, we were, I think we were going to his house and he was like, hey, somebody must have had the camera. I'm going to, I'm going to run out of the car while the car is going. 
and he opened up the door and tried to plant one foot on the ground and just fell out of the car. <laughs> and it was one of the funniest things because somehow in his mind, he was like, okay, so I get one foot on the ground and then I'll just start running. Well, uh, okay. Instead of, I don't know if you've heard Is the he phrase. Is he still like kicking hit, it? Hit the ground running. But He's kicking it works. OG still. Is he? Oh, yeah. Good for him. Don't give up on your dreams, <laughs> God kids. damn it. We've already recorded an hour, and I have uh, there's... so much to talk about. <gasps> <gasps> Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you something Bruh. about Deborah? At one point, uh, one of my coworkers was talking about this Deborah we, that um, she knew, and she go, oh, yeah, Deborah," And I go, what? And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, it's, every time I heard her say Deborah, I thought, huh? That's what I want to happen to Landon when he hears somebody say Brandon. <laughs> we do. Chris calls Landon Brandon all the time. I called him Brandon down there. <laughs> Did you? Nice. Did he laugh? He probably didn't notice because he's so used to it. Yeah. Is I'll it? call him Brandon before I leave. Yeah, good. For sure. And that, that'll just be his, his note to be like, okay, so he's, he's cool. That's, he knows he's a part of the club now. <laughs> the Brandon Club. The Brandon Club. Welcome to Club Brandon. It's mostly video games, pixie sticks, and Pop-Tarts. Oh, fuck it. That, no, and those white Cheeto things. The I white. told him yeah, last night he was going to, or today, last night he was going to get diabetes if he did knock it off. Diabetes. And he looked scared. And then his breath smelt fruity today. I'm like, is it from the candy? Is, there get, is he getting the beatus? Does your breath get fruity from the beatus? Yeah. It's a kind of a, like almost a keto, like a sour ke- fruit. Ketoacidosis. Yeah. My brother, my older brother has type <laughs> 1 diabetes. And we could smell when he was, his like um, blood sugars were off. He'd smell fruity. Like he legit, you could smell it. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. You know so what? Then I get a little paranoid when Landon smells a little different. I'm like, eh, are you, you just don't a have boy? A f- don't have a fruity son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, was that was beautiful. <laughs> Good Shit. job. We've had a lull in the amount of like good hits or uh, burns. We'll, I'll throw some sick burns in, in there. There's been some good ones. But, um, yeah, we just got to stop asking for them. If you're we just so let the burns mean, happen. Like, Give me a sick burn. Well, because podcasters are supposed to have consistency. You know? <laughs> They're, They're supposed consistent. to have this type of, you know, there's a no, metaphor no. at the 60-minute mark. Fucking your mom's house that, isn't that consistent. Uh, nice try, Deborah. It is hella consistent. Clip at the beginning of the sh- or Dates. Clip. Start the show. Talk about the clip. Tons of fucking One more clip, sponsors. Guest. Okay. Well, sorry. Nice try. I listen to podcasts that don't have any consistency, and I like it because I don't know what to expect next. I like a thick consistency. That's my favorite. Wow, wow, wow. Ropes. <laughs> <laughs> Ropes. <is> so gross. <laughs> Let's talk about violence for a second. Okay. Uh, you and I were very violent to our younger brothers until they became cool. Yeah. <laughs> Regrettably so. I don't like it, I don't, man. I threw a snowboard. I whipped a snowboard at Matt as hard as humanly possible. And when I think about it now, that was before I knew like to file the edges of my board. So those things were sharp and had Did you weight. hit them? No, luckily. Wow, you're I could have fucked them up for life. Mm. But you're just, for some reason, I would, there was this thing. <clears throat> they would like dance... On our medulla oblongata. Well, you know, younger siblings. Yeah. uh, It would happen a lot where... So we used to do this thing 
we would we'd have uh, Halo parties at your house. And there would be multiple TVs. This is a Halo character. And is it? I think so. Oh, it is. That's a commander in chief. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's funny. Kim is holding a Flash toy man. of the commander in chief. Yeah, but if somebody things. would get, what was it, a sniper rifle or there was some other thing that it was unfair. You it couldn't be a rocket win. launcher, pistol, I don't know. Yeah, but at any rate, so uh, the match would end and you would hear thump, 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 thump <laughs> from, <laughs> from one of us. And you could hear the other kids screaming, no, <laughs> because we would just attack our, our siblings if they felt like they deserved to win for some reason. Yeah. The nerve. Well, Matt's winning in life now. Look at him in his job. He's crushing it. Is he really? Yeah, yeah. Both financially, physically. Not probably emotionally. Who knows? (laughs) He's yeah. Well, let's go over to his place and lock that wedgie in, man. Take him down a peg or two. Get that double foot lock. I should drive you guys over there so you can do that. He still covers his balls. If we're walking around my parents' house, even around like (laughs) the sister-in-laws, like why would I hit you in the balls? (laughs) I don't. Want to. That's PTSD. That's yeah. some severe PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> you mean, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty brutal. Yeah, the, wor- the worst thing that probably I ever did to Matt was um, I, I think we were, we were trying to be ninjas. And I grabbed a ruler and I was like, I bet I could like ninja star style throw this ruler across the room was and hit him metal, in the face. Was it metal, plastic, wood? I don't remember. Wood it might have been, right, those wood ones edge. with yeah. the, the yeah. metal edge. Yeah, that's probably what it was. But I hit him right in the face, <gasps> and he dropped. And I went over to go check on him, but the first thing that came out of my mouth was, holy shit, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> like, I was more impressed at the fact that, you know, obviously now I... I Why does Matt like you as an adult? Does he? I don't know that he's ever said he likes me. Mm. We are related, though. And he has to deal with that. On and a daily you, now basis. you followed him to his job too. So followed him to his jab. I was like, "Hey, I need to 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 be in a soul crushing cubicle, Uh-oh. and you're gonna make that happen." He's like, "I don't make that happen." Um, what's what's the most violent thing you can remember doing to mouth up to the mic there to your brother? Uh, I'm right <laughs> up on this thing. He's afraid to say this that. is years. We're talking about almost 20. Well, years now. yeah, I mean, he was I mean, me and my brother went at it for <laughs> every single day for a few years, probably. Yeah. Did you ever break any of his bones? No. OK, it's also it can't be. Uh, you know, I mean, I threw stuff at his face. <laughs> Maybe blood was drawn. He threw well, things at my face. The thing is, is the head bleeds really bad. I got a scar right here. It's very faint, but hey, I got I'm a pop bottle thrown at my face. Right here, my brother threw a metal cup at my head. See? Yeah. Straight down the stairs. Yeah, this my is head. a safe. I, space I think it was. For I think it, it was more <laughs> emotional violence. Ah. Oh. Oh, uh, no, yeah. that's that's a shit that cuts deep. Yeah. It does cut yeah. deep. Yeah. No. But also, it's a little satisfying when you don't have to be physical towards someone. But you can see a physical change in them. <laughs> You're fucking cruel, Chris uh, Duke. <laughs> Jesus. Multiple people thought that Dave was going to come into my room in the middle of the night and shoot me in the chest with a shotgun <laughs> for the things I did. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's I. Th- I think that the way that I, my, yeah, I mean, myself and maybe 
maybe Scott, the way that we were towards Matt is why he went serial killer mentality where it was like gong. <laughs> Sorry, I don't I'm, I'm need, new. I don't need to react right now. I'll do it later. And that's when he started to find things. He'd hide keys, pour water into oh, shoes. Oh, God, he was such an asshole. <laughs> hide TV remotes. Asshole. That is great. He would hide the little thing that made it so you still couldn't do the other thing. The other thing was still there. You could see it, but you couldn't use it. One so time it was those he got mind- mad at Hugh and poured water in his work shoes. <laughs> really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, and Dude. he would. He would hide the that's remote cold-blooded. for days, and you could never use the direct TV remote. So we none yeah, of us yeah. could watch TV. God, he was such an ass. What? It, it's because you the, guys. What's the term? It's not neurotic. It's um like. What do you mean? Psychological. He would. He was a psychological Abuser. person. He was so good at. He would look at the big picture, and what is it? The the um. There's These a guys there's are have shoes like a butterfly effect. Kind of is the the mentality, but there's a something a linchpin. Is that what I'm thinking of? I don't know I don't what the know. fuck. Just Where get to you the take point, out Chris. one thing and it affects everything. So Matt would find that one thing, uh, a car key. Car's still there. Everybody's still there. We all know that we have to get to someplace. Where's the key? I don't know. <laughs> Where's the you? I swear to God. And he would never break. You still wouldn't find it until a day later. And then somebody, whoever found it, would go, oh, really? It was here the whole time? We didn't flip everything over, huh? And Matt would just be like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> and he always had a straight stare, face. Yeah, straight face. So he's a, he's a little, he's a little dead Sinister, pan. man. He, Sinister, deadpan. He is a little, he's got some psycho, psychopathic tendencies. So good at it. Hmm. Yeah, I was mean to Dave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know what, what we were talking about, but. I was mean. I think the point where I changed, he was like, I don't know. I was giving him shit about something. He's like, yeah, well, you're just like dad. I was like, oh. 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 Oh, well. I think I'm going to change that. Yeah. Yeah. The big change for Matt and I was when we realized we, ha- we had to become each other's friends to to be able to do anything. Like, once we started teaming up that's when we got to be able to go to you know uh skating events and like all all that other shit like shit that we thought was cool and then if i wanted to go to a party and matt was somewhat close in that range like there were things that i got to do so we became allies so that we could do the shit that we wanted to do Mm -hmm. and that that was a huge turning point like hey you were allies enough to drive to idaho with me that's right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's another What was he, 16? Yeah. Or 15? Teenagers trapped in a car, and and I don't recall getting mad at him ever. No, I think it was pretty... Yeah, no. Pretty it, cool it was, yeah, exactly. Never exact. found that magical weed field, but... That's right. We did find that girl with the big old chosky. <laughs> <laughs> it was a girl that was, would dip. She was like 16 or 17 years old. Ew. <laughs> It's like, damn, girl. <laughs> oh, Let's fuck. trade dips. Let's trade dips. Okay, I got to pee really bad. Yeah. She's a whore, though. Whoa, 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 whoa. Context. She came, she came in and was humping We were talking Barley. about dogs. Oh. You just out of nowhere go, she's a whore, though. <laughs> the fans don't know what's going on. 
We don't have fans. No, we have listeners. Last night we recorded an episode with Andrew Witzel of Witzel's Pretzels. Um, Wetzel's Pretzels. Have you heard of that? But it's different last name. Is Are you sure? I so. Deborah, I don't know the joke. Oh, it's oh, over. Anyways, we were and we were saying, oh, I think I really said fans. And Is that where you got all those pretzels downstairs? That's why we got all those God, pretzels. You want yeah, some pretzels? You got to sweep down there. I do need to sweep down there. Puppy snugs. Um, but last night. This morning. She's a slut. Last night, we were like, um. I said fans, but in my head I went, they're probably not fans. And so I was, we thought like they're about somebody who hate listens to something. Like, you know how people who will watch those just to be like, I can't fucking believe this is on the air. It's such a piece of shit. Somebody devoting almost two hours of their day to be like, they're fucking garbage. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible at what they do. What? Well, us, them, they. Zimzer. Zimzerza. Yeah, is that like, uh, what's that dude's name that killed John Lennon? Oh. Kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. That was a three-part name. Wow, I, I haven't thought of that guy in forever. I, every time somebody brings it up, I always think of Jared Leto, though, because they did that movie with him and Lindsay Lohan where he's... Freaky Friday? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> Strikingly similar appearance to Jared Leto. Oh, God, oh. that was good. He's on fire. You practiced before you got here. God huh? damn. Uh, you uh, just full of it. This I, is I just didn't you. know you were going to talk about Jared Leto. I, I should have. I, I was so going to listen to 30 seconds from Mars, but. Um, it's 30 seconds to Mars. Sorry. Obviously, <laughs> not a real thing. Chris used to be <laughs> obsessed with Jared but, Leto. Uh, but no. <laughs> That's so funny, but yeah. yeah when, whenever people dream, talk man. about the the guy who killed John Lennon, I always think of because he he would microwave ice cream and drink it to gain weight because apparently the guy was a little chubbier. Mm. Jared Leto did. Yeah. Fucking jealous. Dude Wouldn't it be nice gangster. to be celebrity and be like, I gotta get fat for this role, so you just eat shit. I can't remember. His. I want to say Michael Clark Duncan, but that's that. Oh, is it driving you bananas? Yeah, that's the out. large black man from uh, <laughs> the Green Mile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Green Mile. Is that the guy? But, but also, uh, God, what's that? <laughs> the one with uh, Napoleon Dynamite, and at the very end, Ben Stiller throws uh, Michael Clark Duncan out of the helicopter. Are you talking about Tropic Thunder? No. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Wait, what? What? Ben Stiller? Are you sure you're saying the right names? Can you get on? Mark David Chapman. <laughs> Michael Clark Duncan. <laughs> Very oh different God. guy. <laughs> wow. Holy shit. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> okay, let's go back to what what movie you're you're trying to describe. You'll know it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one with uh fucking Napoleon Dynamite. The dude oh, that plays oh. Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, the actor Not that plays the movie him. Napoleon Okay, okay, okay. Okay. A uh, John uh, something. Cena. No, not John Cena. Another sound drop. Um, but, God, what the fuck is that dude's name? He was a Mormon. Um, yeah. John. John Heder. Yeah. Heater. Heater. Like H-E-D-E-R. Ah, there we go. So he was in a movie with... Uh, yeah, with uh, Billy Bob Thornton and... Uh, what? Mm, ben Stiller. Mm. 
I know what you're fucking talking about. Oh my god, yeah, bad know. teacher or no 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 um, school bad for scoundrels. School for scoundrels. There it is. Yeah, terrible movie. I have it on Very DVD. Very bad movie. I actually own it. I remember seeing David Cross in that. Maybe I watched it with you. But I remember. Yeah, he did because you know the credits that I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. David uh, David Cross um, plays like. Uh, How do you John, remember this John stuff? Heater's friend, and yeah. he tells him about the school. Crazy person. And then when John starts saying that he's the the like excelling in the class, he's like, "Dude, no, 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 you don't want to do that." Billy Bob's gonna try and fuck your girl. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's what the movie's about. It's about David Cross owning a community center. How do you remember <laughs> all these things, Chris? C- cinema, man, Eric. Eric, if you think I remember this shit, Eric used to, we could just say, who's the guy that played so-and-so in this movie? And he would know every time. Yeah, I, I do that at work a lot. It's incredible. Like an idiot savant. It's, <laughs> it's like how uh, uh, George Costanza knew how many letters were in somebody's name just by hearing their name. He could <laughs> Jonathan, 14. I don't know if anybody is a Seinfeld fan, but... uh, It doesn't exist. I'll (laughs) borrow you the DVD. Just go all the way to the end. (sighs) It doesn't exist. Um, But anyways, I think think you're George Costanza in that sense. Mm. Yeah, I liked the... like, Like a ribbit. There were nine letters in that part. Very good. Very good. Um, okay. All right. Let's do let's do snacks. <laughs> Kim Duke, what do we got today? Japanese rice cracker. H I M E M A R U. Let me see. Oh. Himemuru. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, they're not healthy <laughs> at all. There's nothing in them. So you know what? I've never asked Eric. What made you pick these today? Out of the three snacks available. <laughs> well, the other two are sweets. Maybe you didn't want. Yeah, sweets. I'm not a sweets guy. Mm. So that makes and sense. I got yellow fever. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, we're gonna give this. A you know what? I I do think I think about you anytime somebody has uh, roast beef au jus. Oh yeah. <laughs> what's that? What's that smell uh, like? Why? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Tell like me what's that? What's that smell like? They don't smell bad. They look like tater tots. Yeah, like, like flat. Yeah. Tater tot pancakes. Right. Three, two, one. Oh, they're fucking hard though. Mmm. Oh, those are good. <laughs> those are really good. <laughs> <laughs> you don't watch those movies? ASMR. Koreans eating food loudly and seductively over a microphone. <laughs> oh, Chris would vomit. He hates that stuff. And, uh, I have to do Bikinis. so much editing. It's uh, ironic that I we did we do Ooh, this the segment. Is a little. I like it. Hmm. It's like I can't hear. You can't hear anything anymore. Nope. It must have been the cracker. Mm. Uh. Well, I mean, oh. <laughs> I got another one. No sound? Nope. God damn it. Jiggle. Whatever. Oh. Was it your your microphone? Oh no. 
Your levels didn't. Oh my god, Eric, talking into your mic or Kim talking to your microphone. Hello. God damn it, you scared the shit out of me. There were no levels. It's like not being able to see a heartbeat on a monitor. But I can hear him through the microphone. No, I know, you? but it fucked me up because he was t- saying that he couldn't hear anything. Uh, <laughs> can you hear it now? God damn it! I, fe- I we seriously could have a whole podcast just about our childhood. There's so many fucked up stories. Yeah, There's it was a long time. So much shit. Well, and just so ma- there's so many stories that I'll tell people, and they'll go, "What?" And I'll be like, "Oh, that never happened in your neighborhood," or like, "You didn't do that with your friends." There's so many things that <laughs> we did that were a little, little outside of the norm. Yeah, some would say a little weird. Um, anytime, because now <coughs> all these uh, I'm friends with these these comics now, and they're all younger because that's when you're like supposed to start 22, comedy. 22, 21, 23, very young. Yeah. No, dude, look at Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a comic, but no, he's not a comic. But I get what you what you're saying. Started late late in the in the in the game, but. They'll talk about smoking weed and stuff, and and I'll start to tell my my weed smoking stories. Yeah. Uh, we would, one, okay. So one time, we smoked for almost a whole twenty four hours. We, uh, I, your mom must have been in Idaho or something, mm-hmm. and um, we had a few people over. It wasn't too, anything too crazy, uh, but we smoked all day, all night. And then it was that same night. I don't know if you remember, but we were on your deck and the northern lights appeared. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's and it like was one of the few times like, I've ever seen them. It was in- incredible. That was that was like the epitome the, of what a summer should feel like type of a thing. It was in- uh, absolutely unreal. But then people started to say that they wanted rides home. And so for like two hours, I drove people home. I come back to your house and... Uh, you're in the garage smoking a bong and we didn't say anything. I just walked up to you, took a hit, bur- uh, you know, exhaled. I walked in and immediately threw up in the toilet downstairs. <laughs> 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 My body was finally like, that's enough. <laughs> you stop that shit. I think I was the first of our friends and maybe the first of a lot of people's friends to ever smoke so much weed that I would throw up. Yeah, you know, I just, (laughs) I went to a movie with Luke on Tuesday, and we ate, like, a pile of weed butter before we went. With just butter? Yeah. Ugh. Fuck you. I mean, I guess I would just (laughs) eat weed raw when I was... (laughs) Yeah, butter, well... Give me another one of those things. It's fucking delicious. Uh, and he thought he had the dosage dialed in. He's like, "No, nah, I won't be too strong. This is about right, you know." I, I tried it last night. It, you just need like a teaspoon. <laughs> so I took a nice healthy teaspoon. About ten minutes into the movie, I thought I might throw up. <laughs> I did have a Bravo burrito sitting right here too. <laughs> I don't know, man. Weed's getting a little stronger nowadays. Have, have you Not ever real. smoked to the point of vomiting, though? No. Maybe from coughing too much. Uh, oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. We have a story. Matt made us pot cookies that were way too strong. We both projectile vomited. <laughs> we thought, I thought, uh, so it's that thing where, like, 
yeah, we've talked about it before, but when you digest weed, it processes differently and creates a different chemical. Like a hallucinogen. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. you get really high. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 uh, so yeah. But anyways, Chris was making fun of me because I was like projectile vomiting and then he ate one and then. No, no, no. I didn't make fun of you for throwing up. (laughs) You were saying, I think my tongue is swelling and she started (laughs) to talk different, even though I knew her tongue was fine. (laughs) I th- the tongue is the <laughs> and I was like, relax, we'll get home, you'll eat some toast, you'll be fine. And uh and then I ate some and thinking because she was losing her mind, I was like, I can handle because I used to be able, exactly you're just like, oh, I used to be able to do this all the time. So I ate more and then No, you ate the same amount as me. I actually may have ate more because me and Jamie ate more. Well anyways, I ate it, we banged. And then, as I was, and sick, then we were like, <laughs> he like uh. made me feel bad. No, 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 yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember like, that. I imagine like a an actual pump. Each pump, there's vomit coming out. <laughs> it was um, right after I vomited a lot. Well, no, and then okay. Anyways, so well, that is not very gentlemanly. <laughs> it's not no, because then after he started like no, no, no. Okay. Oh, so so she threw up and felt. Be- you threw up and felt better. That's what it was. You were like, okay, I'm ready. Must have been the bone. The thing that we thought, because it was around Valentine's Day, and we were like, it was let's get Valentine's high. <laughs> let's get high and, and Valentine's Day. And bang. <laughs> oh my god. And uh, and so I woke up and was like, wow. I looked at my phone and I and I said out loud, there's still six more hours of this. The high that I'm feeling right now. It's not like you throw up and then the high just goes away, not like, like with alcohol. When you're high, you just have to ride it out. Yeah. And so I just sat in the bathroom vomiting like crazy. And then at one point, I started hallucinating. And my uh, I looked like I had turned into a lizard person. I saw scales on my arm. And, uh, and that's when <laughs> Kim walked in the bathroom and was like, what are you doing? And I was just looking at my hands and... I was like, I look, I have like scales. I have a, I'm a lizard person. Marijuana, you're talking about? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah, it was in. It was a, insane. I think, yeah. I don't know if we got food poisoning at the same time, or if Matt even made the cookies right. Allegedly, but it was absolutely bonkers. So then Chris tried the next day. He's like, let's see if it's. Or was it a couple days after? No, yeah, I didn't do it the next day. It was a, a few days after. I was like, maybe maybe if I just eat less. And I ate less, half, and still threw up. Hmm. So. Did you try some mushrooms? Dude. <laughs> <laughs> the best, the, what, the, some, uh, uh, this comedian, the guy that was on, was, was making fun of how uh, every white guy who's tried shrooms has to tell somebody at least once a year that they tried shrooms as a that white guy. That is so true. We have to tell somebody yeah, for some reason. Tried them? Oh, I mean, you and I have done them together a couple times, and then I did them a few times out east. Uh, one time by myself, which was not the best decision. Well, that's the way I like to do it. Ooh, I, no, I like to be around people. Because hmm. <clears throat> I like to take the focus off of how weird everything is. And make other people feel weird and focus on that. You know what I mean? Like, mm. like the. F- well, no, it was not the first time. But my favorite time is the time that uh, we did it when you when you were in college, and mm. um, 
it's the one of the wildest stories. Like, so uh, we we ate a bag, and then we were like, okay, we've got about half an hour. Let's go to Coburn's, grab some shit. And by the time we get back, it should kick in. That was the first time I ate mushrooms. That was the first time? Mm-hmm. So we're like, we're like, okay, so we'll do it this way. Go get the stuff. And you and I had to take a piss at the same time. We go into separate bathrooms. And we realized later that it hit us at the exact same time. Because I'm pissing it in the toilet. And the tiles I can see start to swirl. And I'm like, oh, shit, we timed this way wrong. <laughs> yeah, dude. And <laughs> we exited the bathroom at the exact same time, looked over at each other, and then started laughing. Done. Crawled out of there laughing. <laughs> but we... Did you guys still purchase well, your so stuff? I, I bought a, uh, a quart oh. of... So, th- okay, so this is... He knows what he bought. Yeah, right? yeah. I remember... Fuck? <clears throat> this guy's so weird. It'll you'll start to remember. Once you don't I remember say shit about <coughs> our relationship, but you remember exactly what you bought when you were I remember, in shrooms. I remember the good times. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, Sick Dukes, there you know. Anyways, so I buy this big thing of of sherbet ice cream, and uh, we're standing in line. It was the, uh, the orange and the lime. That was my favorite combination. Swirl. Yeah, and we're standing in line, and it, this drunk guy comes in. And is like, you know, being loud and obnoxious. And for some reason, looks at us and goes, those guys are stoned. They're high. They're high out of their minds. And and security had to drag the guy out. And to the guy behind me, I go, that fucking guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> and when we got in the car, we were dying laughing because everyone was like rallying with us. They were like, that guy was a fucking asshole. Yeah, dude, we're not high. <laughs> Never been high. <laughs> out of our minds on shrooms and then we uh so we get to the dorm and this is when i started to do that thing where i was like i need to focus on somebody else's trip uh i was like i have an idea i go i go out of the dorm room and i uh i don't know if i propped the door open or had somebody open it up but i i go i have an idea i go out of the dorm room and i pretended that my legs didn't work and like on my knuckles, oh, yes, crawled it. into the into the room, and the guy that was like the football star of our high school goes, "Oh, Duke, I can't fucking take it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did he look like fucking uh, <laughs> Lieutenant Dan? It was amazing. I was so happy that I was like, "Oh, I know exactly what'll ruin someone's night." Yeah, because yeah, I think we went back to my dorm, turned on like. Dark Crystal or something. We watched Dark Crystal and we watched uh, Labyrinth. Or what was the Labyrinth? Labyrinth? Bowie. Yes, with Bowie. We watched that. And that's when I remember coming out of it being like, whoa, it's six in the morning and we're watching uh, Labyrinth. (laughs) Yeah, a couple months ago, I I got a bunch of mushrooms and it's called the Heroic Dose. It's anything over seven grams. <laughs> you know, like one and a half or two grams is pretty like, you're going to trip. So I did nine and a half. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then I watched fucking Terminator. And I watched Terminator 2 Judgment Day. And then I watched another like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't know why I got hooked on these fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> movies. But I went outside and fucking like climbed up in a tree and like. I was talking to my kitchen cabinets for a little while. <laughs> I, 
likely in French. I don't know. It was something. Oh, that's amazing. Okay, so one of the one of the things about myself that I think about as a little kid, because the town that we grew up in, we had this kind of not that we thought that we were better than other people, but because we were Mormon, we thought that we knew something that other people didn't. Mm-hmm. Right, so that's why missionaries do their thing. That's why we would do uh, home teaching and all this shit to try and get people more, more Mormon. That was another weird thing. We would try to make Mormons more Mormon than they were. Which currently one are you talking about? In Oregon. Oh. Okay. Well, I mean, we did it here too, but. Um, oh yeah, I'd gotta <laughs> slang a couple books of Mormon my way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, great coasters, weren't they? Oh fuck, dude. <laughs> I, I don't know what I do with them, <laughs> but <laughs> don't have them anymore. I, but then going through puberty and actually growing up and having all of that, like you're supposed to be better than this. So all of this like deep repression and I should have been better than I, I should know that I'm supposed that I'm capable of being better than what I'm doing right now. And it was almost always physical, sexual stuff. Wait, what? That would knock me down a peg. But somehow, mentally, in the back of my head, I was like, but but I'm Mormon, so I'm, I, I'll am i okay. be fine. Yeah, as long as I do these things. What are you talking about? Um, I'm talking about, where have you been? Stop dicking around on your phone. Sorry, you made me go yell at the kids. God damn it. I'm talking we all yelled at the kids. I peed on the side of the toilet. We're back now. Always pee on the side of the toilet. Not always. Yes, you do. Anyways. I have a wide set urethra. I can't help it. Some stuff falls out. I knew a guy that had a Prince Albert for a long time, and then he took it out, decided to stop wearing it. <laughs> we were both taking a piss off of uh, this <laughs> patio one time, and looked over, and there was a stream, but there was a steady drip coming straight down too. Oh. And he's like, yeah, man, it's a, it's a permanent hole there. So every time I take a piss, I got. Wow. The regular stream and then just like a, a leaky faucet underneath. You got to fill that with an STI or something so that, you know, got callus it over. Like so Kulk? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So anyways, what I was talking about was the amount of weird shit that I did as a kid and thought that it was fine because I'll just repent and be better later. I, I, I still shudder sometimes. Well, you can't just now. You guys talk about some of the weird shit. You can't just say that. That's why Eric's here to talk about some of the weird shit. Oh, um, <laughs> that's why I'm here. <laughs> oh, you thought it was because we were friends? No, 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 no. I, I don't know if I want to hear this. Weird no, no, shit, no. I, don't I mean, hands down, always the weirdest thing that comes to mind is um, uh, as an eighth grade kid. Uh, you're familiar with Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. In the middle of the night, he'll be wi- eyes wide open trying to molest me, and I'll be like, no, no. And he always does this weird whiny thing. I figured asleep. out a, a name for it, he's by the asleep. way. sleep. What? It's nocturnal caressing. God. That's actually what it is. Did you talk to your doctor about <laughs> that tonight, too? Cause no, Jesus. I just, because we were talking about it before, and I thought, there's gotta be. We gotta come up with a term because nocturnal emissions is a thing. Yeah. Oh. 
Nocturnal caressing. And he's always like, wake me up. And it's like, me yelling at you doesn't wake you up. Like, stop. She doesn't yell at me. Yes, I do. She always laughs about it in the morning. Well, yeah, because it's funny. But when I'm trying to Remember how you're obsessed with me? And even in your sleep, you can't get enough of me? Dead. Sometimes it's not warranted. You realize he is planting like the perfect crime right now. <laughs> like, I was asleep, babe. I swear. <laughs> Come on. Officer, Your eyes were open. Officer, I Whoa. woke up. I woke up and all of my pressure was on that pillow. <laughs> oh, you oh. would too, because you're fucking weird. I'm was not your, strong enough though. I'm was your weak. boner pressed against your back too? <laughs> Oh, poor girl. Get that thing off of there. I can't stop playing with them. That's what she said, by the way. Um, But anyways. Okay. So we had Joshua Tremba on. I don't know if you remember him. Name's familiar. Yeah. Um, But he went to school with us. And we tried to prod to see if there were any annoying things. What was the most annoying thing about me when I was was a kid? He couldn't really recall anything. Obviously, attention seeking. But you, you definitely know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <I> mean. <laughs> attention seeking. Yes. Yeah, that was the only thing that Josh could remember. He was just like, he just kind of, you know, loud, there. Wow. You knew he was there. A lot of voices. A lot of voices for um, sure. Like in your head or out loud? No, I'm just all kidding. of them. Yeah, yeah. Surround sound, the voices were. <laughs> Look, Eric's afraid to say what he's thinking. <laughs> Eric fears nothing. Okay, if it makes you feel better, I can always edit it out if it ends up being too bad. But you, this is a safe place. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want me to say? <laughs> what are you looking for? Well, okay. What was so the what one thing Josh that annoyed was, so the shit yeah. out of you about Chris dude? Oh. you kind of just like a... Fucking pussy, man. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going back to the Perkins thing? Like, I gotta buy your present. No, you know, you, you try to capture the room. Mm. To, like, ad nauseum, you know? Like a spotlight needed to be, yeah, kind of. He's still fucking like that. That's why he has to have a fucking podcast. <laughs> he doesn't have enough people listening to him wherever he goes. I like to bring it, though, to, like... Why? Like, like, um, where everyone is involved. So make, doing a weird thing, making a funny thing. I think back then I was trying to get like a sketch, like everything should have been a sketch. And if I do it in the right way, then everybody, the other people will get involved. That's why you guys were so great is because we did kind of have that same hive brain mentality of like anything can be funny. Yeah, you just got to turn it off from time to time. You know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't. Exactly. That's I couldn't give up. You know, Dude, that's so true. I loved going into Cold Stone Creamery and asking them for a sample of their lovin'. <gasps> oh. But <laughs> God, that was great. Dude, that's one of the, that's an amazing story too. You would always get the brunt of whoever would try to break the fourth wall. We would come up with an idea, something we'd want to do, and one time, so we would go to Cold Stone, Cold Stone Creamery. Wait, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And they say, whatever their line is, would, what would you like a sample of today? Yeah. And then we got the idea. I don't know whose idea it was initially, but uh, I or Matt led with, I'd like a sample of your loving. And then 
oh no it was, so i said i'd like a sample of your love and, and matt goes that sounds pretty good and then you came in with i second that or like we and it went we were so nervous at first but it went so good and then some prick goes you guys stole that from some some tv show he thought that we were stealing from and you came in with no we fucking didn't <laughs> and like so everything stopped and then we had this whole conversation and the girl who initially asked the question was like so sample of loving for 3 or end over <laughs> but that's the same thing with like the buckle game oh, yeah, buckle game dude <laughs> and i remember you telling us this story of so uh, I forget who was there with you. Do, do you know what I'm talking about? Um, yeah, I think, well, I tried it a couple times. but So one time you go in and you touch the wall. So the game was... Touch the wall. You got to touch the wall and make it back out the doors before <coughs> an associate talks to you. Yes. Which, it's a nightmare trying to get through that store because there's so many fucking stacks of shit. Yeah. So the way, that I rem- the way that I remember you telling it is you get through, you touch the wall... And then an employee goes, play the buckle game? <laughs> and then you, you like stop and he goes, you know, you just lost, right? And you were like, well, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, <laughs> Damn, dude, I was a bad boy back <laughs> in the day. <laughs> well, no, you just somehow would end up with the shittiest person. We would try to do childlike <laughs> in, entertainment. And the sh- most jaded yeah, person would yeah, end up fucking crossing your path. Grump. And you'd have to be like, well, I guess fuck just enjoying <laughs> life, huh? <laughs> you know, it'd be really hard to do that in Hollister. Oh, Is Hollister a still a thing? Dark, windy. You could hide, though, I guess. Mm, you could. I do remember yeah, uh, Daniel Sutton talking me into buying a pink button-up. Remember when that Hollister. was the thing when guys were all starting to wear pink? And they're like, oh, we're cool. We're wearing pink now. And then, like, five years later, we were like, we all want to wear jeans that show off our dick and balls. Did we? So we started doing... Did you not jump in on the... You didn't really wear the tight pants, did you? Nah, tight pants. Did. (laughs) I look like fucking Danny DeVito with some fucking (laughs) tight pants on. All pants are tight pants when when you weigh as much as we do. I like this. uh, I want to tell a joke about how uh, people are like, I'll say that I'm fat, and people are like, you're not fat. And then I'll lift up my shirt, like halfway in between the, or halfway through the sense so they're like you're not fat <laughs> as my gut falls out of my shirt i have to unbutton my pants at work sometimes just to get some relief on my gut so i don't get that weird line from from the pants that, is oh, that not you want that line <laughs> <laughs> status sweatpants turn into yoga pants Oh, dude, I got a couple pairs of yoga pants. <laughs> I got the galaxies on them. <gasps> Ooh. Mm-hmm. There's a, a quite a few people at my work that wear the galaxy yoga pants. They wear yeah. yoga pants at work? Oh, yeah. When you work in the warehouse, you wear whatever the fuck you want. There's it's people close. that wear s- the sweat pant ensemble. So it's matching sweats head to toe. Like a, like the like s- a jumpsuit? Like the juicy one? It's like a jumpsuit. It's an outfit. They had to have bought it all at the same time because it's the same colors. The beanie matches. The, s- the hoodie matches. matches. All the way. The sweatpants match. <laughs> all the way down to the McDonald's mustard stain on the kneecaps. Hey. 
Nothing wrong with a little mustard stain. Nothing Your son has a mustard, mustard stain on his shirt today. Really? Yeah. Classic kid. How did that happen? Um, Eric, <coughs> oh, what what didn't you like about me? Ooh, there you go. You were just more real than everybody else. Oh. You, you said how it was? Yeah. Like you said before, I was too much of a pussy to deal with any of it. So when you would come at me with the real shit, You'd cry yourself to sleep. I'd be like, well, no, <laughs> is basically what my response would be. Like I said, like I had this idea of like, because I have this Mormonism ingrained, eventually I'll be fine. I'll get over this stuff as long as I just stay Mormon, then everything will be fine. And you would, you were the best at, at calling me out and being like, so, uh, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> And I'd be like, what? You're like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know how uh, you're like making out with two girls same day? What makes you think that's okay? Like, you were just really good at bringing me back down and being like, even though mentally in, in my head somehow being like, oh, no, 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 because uh, my sa- my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, <laughs> everything's going to be fine. And you'd be like, that's probably because nah. I just wanted to make out with two girls. <laughs> <laughs> but I think because I had... There was a like an entitled or self-righteous aspect to it that it you were so self-righteous for a long time. But yeah, so you were just so because you were so good at doing that, I feel like we had the most moments of clarity. Because early on, you were manlier than I was, <laughs> <laughs> and I remember one time I don't. We were super young. We, we must have like just become friends, and and I had told my parents how something that you had done had made me feel and so my mom was like we'll just send him an email and tell him how you feel if you're too afraid to confront him just do that and then i did that i forget what i can't even remember what it was about was it your puff daddy but i remember that was the first time that you were like (laughs) you're like hey man i get sad my my dad is a piece of shit and we started to do this thing where we would just say the the like the darkest feeling imaginable and that still carries on today like i i I tell people all the time fuck thing fucked up things happen in the world or a certain scenario arises i go yeah i have a friend who we have the same outlook on the end and we don't really it doesn't seem extreme we just have an understanding and no, I have known no one in my life, not met anybody in my life, at least that I'm aware of, who where we just know and it and it without saying <laughs> what the thing is. There's just an understanding of like, yeah, crazy things happen every day, and we just accept we. So once we started to accept that life is just horrible. <laughs> yeah. We grew and and we've I think we've stayed connected on that plane of like, yeah, man, isn't that insane? Yeah. Where we're just and then we'll go, yeah, that is insane. And yeah, it's just yeah. like saying, oh, dear, uh, Jared got laid off at work, and like, like, yeah, that sucks, man. He'll bounce back, but he's not gonna be able. He's he he might end up homeless too, though. Like, I don't know. This is more, mainly just for us. This isn't going to make sense to anybody else. But 
that's one of our main connecting points is that uh, really dark viewpoint of the world and then being able to yeah, laugh no at lie. it too. Deborah, where are you going? <laughs> the dark, the, yeah, that the, like Doug Stanhope was a connecting point too. Like once he started to blow up, Doug Stanhope, Kyle Kinane, like mm-hmm. comedians who weren't happy. Yeah. And didn't hide the fact that they weren't happy. Mm-hmm. We would laugh really hard oh, at Oh, yeah. I mean. And other people would be like, wait, what? He got a blowjob from a person? <laughs> <laughs> like, we just eventually, I got over my thing and started to go, wow, yeah. I will always, and this we do say on the podcast all the time, accepting that you're a piece of shit is such a big part of I feel like yeah. and maybe you don't call yourself a piece of shit, N- not like you, but people uh, like hypothetically, maybe you don't say I'm a piece of shit, but you you admit to your shortcomings. Yeah. But with m- myself, and I think you eventually got on that that bandwagon, but just saying I'm a piece of shit and then just uh, like owning it and, and trying to move on. Yeah, I think I've embraced that a little bit more lately, like. Maybe the last couple of weeks, even. Last couple of weeks? Like, more so, you know? Because I'm a piece of shit, you know? Yeah. But so is probably everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> the long and short of what we were saying was we connected on an understanding of we knew each other's lowest points and accepted each other. I I will always accept you. You will always accept me. And that's that's what, yeah, I tell people all the time. My my longest friend, Eric Wright, you will always be. Oh, I love you. Say I love you too. <laughs> hey guys, I'm still here. Hey, oh hi, Kim. Awkward. Okay. Sorry. Woof. Uh, Let me put this Westie away. Boy. I gotta, <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm put my Southie down. <laughs> Your West Wing. This is fantastic. We haven't really talked about what uh, what you've got going on in your life. Um, oh, yeah. Are you are you chefing still? I'm chefing still. Oh, I love that you're chefing. Yes, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> I'll be chefing tomorrow morning. Oof, morning. Well, so work in a restaurant in Grove City. Okay. Hog in the road. So it's me and the executive chef, and me and him do all of the prep for the weekend. We only do service on Fridays and Saturdays. Uh, I believe you mean he and I. You fucking idiot. Fuck you. Thank you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I, I'll go to work tomorrow at nine, and we will prep all day. God. And so, is this that? This is that same restaurant. Same that restaurant is closed like seasonally too, um, or used to be. Used to be. So we've gone through the whole winter now, and we're probably going to take a couple weeks off in spring. Okay, like May. But uh, yeah, so me and the chef, we prep everything. We'll get there at nine, and we start service at five. So. I pretty much make everything. He smokes all the ribs and the brisket and pork. And is that the spot where the kitchen is in the middle of the yeah. restaurant? Yeah. Or like part yeah, of it? Yeah, it's is? between the bar and the dining room. So yeah, yeah. Everybody can see. Yes. But yeah, I don't know. It's a lot of fun. It's long hours. Is there any way that Kim and I could get in there at some point? Oh yeah. Call and you make just a got reservation. Your reservations. 
Are you guys? Yeah, we do reservations. Yeah, you guys are pretty booked though, right? Um, or is winter a lull time? Well, winter's been a lull because it's been it's so horrible, like. and we're not going to be open this Saturday because of the blizzard. When does the snowstorm start? Saturday, Saturday morning. Should we go tomorrow? I'll have I'll have already I have already put in at the end of today. I had thirty seven hours clocked, clocked at my work. Clocked. <laughs> so I, I mean, spend a lot of money today. It's not cheap. Yeah. But that's what that's what I was trying to say was I'll we'll have, have to plan that ahead. I'll have like yeah, plan it. I'll make it a nice date night. You know, yeah. it's right. yeah. You gotta find us the last yeah. minute. You were just saying that the, the springtime you guys were gonna be taking just for a week. We don't take. We're not gonna take months Jesus, off. You're fine. We'll, we'll be there, man. Okay. But yeah, no, I, I, it's a lot of fun. It's actually the first real restaurant that I've worked in. You know, I've worked Is with it very food. Much but like, what's that show we watch on Netflix? Chef's Table. Mm, we don't have the tweezers, but <laughs> it is kind of like a little fine dining yeah, yeah. flair, but also barbecue. He used to Your be a. Uh, used to go and do competitions with barbecue as a big food trailer. Um, so uh, it's probably the best barbecue you can find in Minnesota. It's really good. I was going to bring some, but I forgot. Well, I mean, so. we had this all planned out before, but then, you know, uh, work happened. That was the same job, right? Where yeah. Yeah. You, so you ended up having to pull like a double. and Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. Well, like tomorrow I'm going to work 9 to 11, 1130. God. Which, it's not bad, you know. Uh, yeah, I stay busy. I don't really so take breaks. Proud of what you do. Uh, yeah, you know it is. Uh, I, I, I was my first job in like a busy restaurant, and I'm good at it. Oh, your farts are so soft, oh. boy. Lately, yeah. soft boy. What do you want them wet and sloppy? No, but I, yeah, better than a, a soft boy. Force behind them. Not my bra- God. You like them? I like them uh, soft and approachable. That's the kind of fart that if you're at a dinner party, somebody be like, "What, dude? That was that was a that was a that was a bear fart. I want a twink fart over here. (laughs) I want a juicy twink fart. (laughs) You know what I mean? I mean, I get the theory behind it, but why isn't (laughs) so the bear is the one that lets out the modest farts? Yeah, bears the bears the top. (laughs) The twinks. That's that's what I'm saying. The twinks would be the. Nah, dude. They got those prolap flappiness, dude. <laughs> prolap flap with the juice. Dude. Oh, my God. That's amazing. So, what yeah, you said wet and sloppy. No, no, I know. <clears throat> that just reminded me of a story. What was it going to say? A queef? One of the first showcases that I did, the MC goes, hey, he was asking the comics. Uh, and I knew it was this other comics for a showcase too. And he, and the MC goes, Hey, do you have like a, a stage name? Do you want anything you want to be called? And the guy was like, yeah, I'm Roddy Rademacher. And I was like, Ugh. <laughs> and I laughed cause it sounded so ridiculous. And I, Is go, that how we talk I, to? I, I, I go, <laughs> you can call me the pink sock. <laughs> and the MC laughed. And so I thought that he got the joke on stage. He goes, Please welcome to the stage, Chris Duke, a.k.a. the Pink Sock. I was like, whoa. 
<laughs> if anyone has ever heard that term, they're going to expect it a completely different show than what's going to happen oh, right now. Boy. And Dude. I was so thrown off. I went, I, I, I'm not, uh, it's just Chris. <laughs> and it fucked up like the first two minutes of my, of my thing. Of your five minutes. Of my seven minutes. Oh, oh you get an extra two. That's right, because we were opening for a real comedians. Oh. Comedians and comedian. By the way, when am I going to get you to the Keller Bar to come and yeah, enjoy? Yeah, what, what day is, uh, is it Wednesdays? Every Wednesday. See, Wednesdays, see, now that I'm not drinking, <laughs> Wednesdays might actually work because... And not drinking, you know, <laughs> so I can drive places. <laughs> you could have They're expensive. But yeah, yeah, from where it'd be like a 20-minute Uber ride, because Uber drivers drive. Safe. Dude, I rode my first Uber uh, like a couple months ago. It was a Somalian. Whoa. Are you okay? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, no big deal, but he comes up to the roundabout and... It was snowing and it was icy and I knew he was coming in a little too fast. <laughs> and I'm sitting in the back seat and well, maybe it was it was after Luke Salisbury's Thanksgiving, so it was around oh, okay. Thanksgiving time. But uh Luke, Van Boom, his girlfriend, and Jesse was up in front and we go into this roundabout and he just fucking we swing around to like a three sixty. <laughs> I'm sitting back there like Ah, uh, do we get a discount? <laughs> this is like a $25 ride for like for two miles. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like I I was laying it on, man. I was like, I don't want to pay for this ride with this guy. You know, it's just a Race shame. Aside, it's just a shame. Roundabouts. Chris hates roundabouts. They're not bad. They're the easiest thing. A comedian thing. from the cities came to St. Cloud with his dad and told a story. And when he started talking about a roundabout, I was like, there's only two options. It had to have been. And then he goes, buy Sam's Club. And I go, I fucking know exactly what he's talking about. There's a couple over His there. His dad uh, said that he would drive and he jumped the thing and had to drive through. I don't. This would have been two years ago. Jumped up onto the thing, drove over the me. The, uh, do you call that a median? Yeah, sure. The pit? The pit. <laughs> yeah. Drove over the pit. To the other side of the roundabout. Hmm. And this guy was just Short freaking gun. out about how terrifying roundabouts are. No. I do. I hate them. Why? I They're hate so easy. roundabouts. Oh, they're so easy. But are they? Yeah, because they're one person who doesn't know how to roundabout makes it a and nightmare for everybody Chris. else. He doesn't know how. He can't figure it out. No. Nice try. I roundabout hard. I'm an aggressive driver when I need to be. Hmm. I can... I can you want to know how aggressive driving? Did you hear? So that guy that shot the through the other guy's car a couple week, like a week ago. So this where down, you, you know about? down um, in the cities they had the road was blocked off for a while because the roads were so bad and people were constantly in the over by Lexington. Okay. Did you hear about hmm. this? No. Well, this guy actually like got pissed and shot through another guy's car. Didn't oh. hurt the guy, but today just hurt him. No, he heard the sound and then it turned out to be this felon and whatever. Anyway, so on our drive home, right out of Elberville, this lady was like right on my ass. I'm like, I'm, I can't speed up anymore. So then finally I got, we got past the semi and she like 
freak like great I'm like good get the fuck out of here she goes up and i knew she was on her phone too the whole time her head was like this and she's going all over the road she goes to get behind this other like she gets up to another semi and she goes and she pushes a car over into the mm. side of the road so that car was like fuck you they get past the semi and this car blazes and rode her ass i watched all the way to monticello <laughs> And she's just trying to swerve in and out, and this uh, car is doing the same following her. I'm like, but yeah, I, almost pushed his car in the ditch. I love road rage. I know. I'm like, <laughs> all I kept thinking is like, I wonder if one of those people have a gun. Dude, it's weird to think about now because we're we're such chill people. But Matt and I, for some reason, when we were together, person. we were the worst road rage because we would. We would follow through and do these. Matt would sometimes, <laughs> Matt would sometimes <laughs> just go, "Fuck this guy, put on those brights," and I would just bright someone for no reason. <laughs> yeah, he would just—he had this way. Someone did that to you. He just had this way of making me think that it was justified yeah, that's somehow. Right. Uh, snowstorm. I'm driving him to school, and. Uh, a bus stops abruptly and the stop sign flies out. I try to hit my brakes and I slide through. And this bus driver is animated, arms out, ro- opens up his window and is going, pointing at his sign. And Matt and I are screaming, we can't fuck it. And, and, and we're both going, fuck this guy, fuck this guy. So instead of going to school on time, we followed the bus <laughs> to the bus garage and threw snowballs at them nice, we would dude. be so what the fuck is wrong with you our road rage was unparalleled you I, follow, I followed a few people <laughs> <laughs> i followed a few man dude do you remember when we uh followed quentin home one time and he didn't know that it was us that a few times too God, damn, so fun I remember trying to hock a loogie out of his weird car. The seats were so sunken down and the windows wouldn't come down all the way in the back. And uh, I tried to roll the window down. And a normal car, you know the motion. So you know it starts to come down and you can spit here and your spit will make it out of the window. I spit, the window stops, boom. Hits yeah. the window. Oh, did he see it? Yeah. And he goes, uh, Yeah. <laughs> I'll get you some Windex when we get to my house. <laughs> and he made me clean out. Good. Yeah, I went out of fucking movie. We had a weird car. Well, you should God be having movies. We we threw. Uh, we would. Do you remember uh, when we would slowly creep and then bump the back of somebody's car with our car? Yeah. Oh, I fucking hated when people did that bunch of. Assholes. He would every time would get out of the car, look at the back. See if any damage was to shake his head. You were that. I would have hated you in high school. Yeah. Maybe. No, I would have. But at the same time, no harm was ever done. The only harm that was ever done was when he tried to help somebody out one time. We tried to pull someone's car out of your driveway. And because of his weird car with the, the windows. That was Jared's car. Was it Jared's car that we were trying to get out? Who I forget. Uh, yeah, Jared's were trying to get out and busted his window or something. Yes. Yeah, that's Jared. Was the car stuck? Yeah. Oh, okay. 
and um, we tried using straps and, and you know, the ratcheting mm -hmm. and the kicka kicka And we're trying to pull the car out. It loses grip, smashes this window. And, uh, and I remember there being uh, a bag of goldfish that I was eating out of in the back of the car that had the window smashed out. And I was eating the goldfish anyways. And Quentin was like, uh, your insides are going to be bleeding. <laughs> there very well could be glass in that bag of goldfish. Yeah, see, what Quentin didn't understand is back in the day, <laughs> fuck, dude, I was ready to eat glass anytime. <laughs> oh, man. Not scared of glass. Not scared of some goddamn glass. A lot of things he was like, ah, I don't know. My favorite, well, not my favorite, but the first thing that always comes to mind when it comes to uh, judging Quentin and judging him hard is um, Scott made, my brother Scott made a chess table at school. Mm-hmm. And first chess set that he bought was, um, like, the, it was skeletons. And Quentin coming over to our house, seeing that chess set and going, oh, oh. And I go, what, dude? You know, we can't keep the house clean all the time. And he goes, oh, no, no, no. I just, uh, I didn't know that your family practiced necromancy. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is necromancy? At first I was like, we don't bang dead people uh, and then I later found out that's necrophilia Yet. yes not necromancy necromancy is also a fun worshiping the dead or something like I, I forget what the exact probably like some witchcraft or something but he was like if you if you keep and idolize dead things in your home then apparently uh, necromancy <laughs> uh, then what's his mom doing in there Gilly. Yeah. Oh, that's actually okay. Okay, necromancy is a practice of magic. But back in the day, she was. It's a practice of magic involving communication with the dead, either uh. by summoning the spirit or playing chess with skeletons. Oh, I didn't know that that was the technical. Well, touche, Quentin. Term for that. A big deal, but the Mall of America commented on my Instagram picture. Really? Oh, what they say. They um, said, "Now that's how you should spend a spring break." Woohoo! Woohoo! Famous. Um, I got to take a send tour. Send them a picture of these Japanese crackers. Now this is Japanese crackers. Uh, a hybrid of <laughs> the whitest whites you can imagine. Quentin's currently got a. Uh, Gonna be coming up on a year old Korean cracker. Really? Mm-hmm. Quentin has had a child. That's right. He's uh, he's been with that lady for a while, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, since he was in Korea. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I forgot all about that. Yeah. He looks a lot more like her than him. <laughs> all that all I can think about <sighs> That's a lot of dead space. Is his <laughs> genetics as they're creating <laughs> this embryo going, is this okay? Is that okay? Is this <laughs> <laughs> Oh <laughs> yeah. Uh, does this work for you? <sighs> no, then her her DNA just totally took over yeah, yeah. that fucking... She saw the weakness and was like, okay, 
We'll take over from here. Oh yeah, we got this. Um, yeah, I went oh. over there. Dude, that baby came out smelling like kimchi. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you had Korean barbecue before? Yeah. Just this last year. Well, not even a year ago. Back in July, when did we go to California? Yeah, in July. Was the first time. I am obsessed with this podcast called Tiger Belly. Yeah, Bobby Lee? Yes, with Bobby Lee. Chris loves Bobby Lee. Um, Bobby Lee. They talk about Korean barbecue so much. That we had to have it. Like authentic. We stayed in Koreatown. There Mm. was one person who could speak English in the restaurant. And and we were the dumb ones because we were like, what do we do? And they're like, fuck. <laughs> we had to do it all for us because yeah, awesome. There's a couple good places in the cities now. Mm-hmm. A little bit pricier, but it's like the real deal. It was it was so cool, and the flavors. I think the reason why they were nice to us is because we had babies, like our kids, and they're like, "Oh, babies, do they want this? Do they?" Yes, they were kind to us, but yeah, it's all those uh, it's all those like fermented bean paste sauces, and it's really good. Yeah, no, I the the kimchi was actually one of my favorite parts of the whole thing is because you could utilize it in in everything, like it was is on it the just salad. It has kim in it. <gasps> oh. 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 It's like your name, and when somebody spells my name wrong. <laughs> what? Yeah, I get emails Plus all the time stank, of people dude. saying, "Hey, spelling my name kimchi stank." Oh yeah, I it's, love it. I got well, a, that was the first thing I we got noticed. A big jar of it in my fridge right now. We walked into the restaurant and we were like, "Holy shit, we made a mistake." No. It smells. Yeah. And that's the thing. Chris is very sensitive to smells. Like <laughs> our neighborhood um, deep fry wings, so good though. <sighs> and you can't like we can't even talk about it. He'll throw up. Like, it genuinely like makes like, him oh, nauseous. He gets oil? so sick. Like he he deep fried like six batches. So his house was. A deep fryer. <laughs> I had to come home, change my clothes. And if we smell like it, we all had to bathe. We all had to shower and clean. He's like, let me smell your hair. Let me smell your hair. And he smelled it. He's like, you gotta wash your hair. I can't. I, it's so fucking bad. I'm so neurotic. Like, within the last five years, my neurosis and obsessive compulsive shit has gotten so much worse. The smell of the deep fried thing, can't fucking take it. I can't it. believe you're talking about it without throwing up right now. My... In-laws home, any holiday that we go and spend over there, we get home and everybody has to change their clothes. <laughs> <laughs> There's no escaping it. Uh. Actually, that raises a good point. I don't know what our house smells like. Yeah. When There's, you walked in here. Does it stink in here? Is there a dog smell? Is there a... No, no, dog smell. I, what, what? Well, I had the pressure cooker going, too. I don't know, it just has a house smell. I mean, you got, like, you must have something scented in here. I yeah. Scent, like a candle or... Yeah, lemon? Is it lemon? Because I have plug-ins. Be. I don't know. Lemons. Everybody's house smells different. It's just a house smell. But know? it doesn't smell bad. Like, you don't want to no, go home I, and change your clothes and wash your hair kind of a smell. No, I'll relish in it because have I don't you, know what my house smells like. So See, that's the thing. Like, me and Chris is so paranoid about our house. Like, oh, my gosh. We, we're used to the house. We're used to our house. We don't know what it smells like. <laughs> Dude, but your parents' house doesn't have <laughs> exactly a smell. Though, right? Like, when you go home to your mom's house, does do you your mom's think house have your a smell? Ha- oh, I, yeah, my mom's house But your, so your parents doesn't Always have a smell. I can, I can right now smell your parents' old house. <laughs> I can smell that. <laughs> I can smell yeah. Mike Hopkins' house. <clears throat> I can smell... Tony Lickie's room 
when he had, they had their cat down there. The oh. litter box was like in his closet or something. Ew. And we all gave him shit. We are like, dude, you smell like fucking cat shit, man. Like, we were at school and... I'm like, dude, yeah, you smell like, like cat litter and cat shit. He's like, what are you fucking? Are you serious? And he's like smelling himself. Oh, and I'm like, yeah, poor dude, guy. but he actually didn't smell like cat shit oh. or cat litter. <laughs> and uh, that was one week, and we just like razzing him about it, you know, like, man, you stink, dude. Like, we were oh, horrible. And then uh, we were we, so bad. We went over like the stuff. next weekend or two weeks later. I'm like, dude, where's your cat at? He's like, oh, we got rid of it. Can't <laughs> smell like shit. Can't smell like cat shit. He's <laughs> like, dude, we were kidding, man. You didn't smell like cat shit. He's like, what? It's like, oh, well, yeah, that was, you're, you're, it was so bad, dude. Okay. I got to tell two quick Mike stories. Okay. Our friend Mike, who is six foot three. Hey, big boy. And his, yeah, has always been proportional. Everything's always been, his hands are as big as they should be. Everything was just huge. Um, we had a summer party at, <laughs> at my house one time. And uh, boys called it slumber parties, a sleepover. Oh, fuck okay, yeah, dude. like what the fuck? But oh, we didn't slumber. One of the <laughs> coolest parts of my parents' house, they had this couch that had these big cushions, and people, but there was only two or three of them. So we would fight over who gets to use it as a pillow. And <laughs> Jesse, uh, so we we're like, okay, let's go to bed. And we, it was always like a, a, a mad dive for these cushions right and jesse thought that a cushion was right behind him <laughs> so he full force flung <laughs> his hand behind him and slapped mike on his ass <laughs> it was not a cushion oh yeah i remember i can hear it <laughs> i remember thinking that that mike was messing with me after we had lost a football game i'm on the bus and I'm, I have my eyes closed. I'm like, I can't believe I was so bad. And like <laughs> everybody had done horrible. So like it was a very quiet bus ride. And I don't hear anything. I just feel someone poking me. It felt like someone was all fingers poking me. And I was like, this is fucking bullshit. Who the fuck? And so I was like, okay, the next time they poke me, I'm going to fucking drunken master grab their wrist. <laughs> And so I feel the poke, and I slam down as hard as I can, and it turns out that Mike had fallen asleep in the seat across the aisle, and just his his body is so huge, his knee at certain bumps would just bump into me. <laughs> so, so he was asleep, knee. bumping into me, and I slapped the inside of his thigh as hard as I could, <laughs> not knowing what was going on. So I slap the inside of his thigh. I feel that it's not a hand. I open my eyes, look, and Mike, like the way that Dracula would rise from his coffin, just <laughs> raises up, and I immediately go into, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, I'm so sorry, I'm sorry. And the hardest he's ever punched me, just right into the shoulder, and it flung me into the side of the bus, like into where the window was. Oh, he was a scary, oh, yeah, man. scary man. He chased me around a couple of times. I'm just glad I was faster than most of you guys. You were faster. Yeah, Always. Man, I, I get some speed going. I'd get caught every time. Oh, fuck, dude. I was I, about to get caught. I, I, got, I got beat down a few times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. So many, so many wonderful memories. Uh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to our stories. I hope that you can feel the friendship 
between yeah, the love. my brother and I. There's a lot of Eric docking here. going on over here. There's one last thing that I'll say. Do you, what did you say? I said there's a lot docking? of docking. Like, like, Do you know what it is? Like foreskins? Yes. Yeah, yeah dude. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm three quarters circumcised, so my God. I could, I could I'm like one a, quarter. <laughs> dude. That's perfect. Wow. You haven't said that on the That's podcast about your... Uh, my three quarters? Yeah, I'm positive I've said it before. But anyways. Three quarters circumcised. That's just perfect know. response. Oh, nice. Um, There's a but one of the a little bit. things yeah, that happened uh, early on in our friendship that I knew that like we were going to know each other forever was um, randomly getting a text or a phone call being like, yeah, I was hanging out with your mom or your dad. Like you just felt comfortable enough to just, if we weren't home for some reason, because you couldn't always text, you couldn't always oh, get I, a hold I didn't of each have a other. Cell phone. So sometimes you just go over to somebody's house, and if they weren't there, you'd knock on the door. So and so home? No. Oh, all right. I guess I'll drive ten minutes back home. <laughs> hey man, it was easy with you and Lenine because if you weren't home or Matt was home, they're like, "Hey, come in. Where we got some food? Make me a sandwich or something." Nobody nobody did it as well as you did. It was never a weird thing. Like nobody was ever like, so Eric showed up. <laughs> yeah, just sometimes it wouldn't even come food. up. Yeah, it would just it would be days later, like Yeah, I was I, I had a sandwich with with your folks or whatever and and then I'd come home and be like, Was Eric here? Oh yeah. Yeah, he came over a couple of days ago and like just yeah, it was not funny. a second thought to anybody. And that was It's a welcoming house. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, you know, I actually was driving in town, I don't know, less than a year ago, and I took the back way. And I was working on a little marijuana. Ooh. And uh, I drove down that little road that goes to East Beatrice or whatever, and I was like, maybe I'll pop in and say what's up to you. <laughs> but. I didn't. I didn't even know if they're still they there. They don't live there anymore, yeah. that, which is such a weird thing. Yeah, that is weird. You, not we've got to it, take yeah. you to their new house. Yeah. It's in, in uh, South, South Haven. Haven. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, on Lake Marie. Have you ever been to that bar, that Corky's? I brought No, I went to South Haven for like the first time within the last six months, probably. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's a cool lake, dude. You're going to have to come out. It's a lot of fun out there. Um, okay, so... The last thing that we do, our listeners are called ducklings. So we say au revoir, little ducklings. Quack, quack. Au revoir, quack, quack. Quack, quack. You have to say au revoir. Au revoir. <laughs> <laughs> or bye. Goodbye, little ducklings. However, would you just make it your own thing. And take two. Your line is au revoir. Au revoir, little ducklings. Au revoir, little ducklings. Aren't I the duckling? <laughs> no, you're a guest. You're ducklings? No, the people listening to this, they're the ducklings. Oh. So we say au revoir, as in goodbye. Oh. See you later. Little duckling. Ah, exactly. Plural. <laughs> Good job. I'm new, dude. 